From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes past the hour. TGIF and not a moment too soon. What a week. What a week it's been. But I promise you we're going to run through the finish line. A lot to report this hour. How about this one? Algebra and punctuality are now somehow in bizarro world synonymous with white supremacy. So I guess if you've taken algebra, you're a racist, super racist. And if you're on time and not late, you're a a white supremacist. What the hell is going on in this country? There was an, I, I was reading this list of things and I just stopped I committed a couple to memory and I said, I don't, I don't want to hear anymore. I don't want to see this anymore. What a bargain yesterday was. Uh, I did make it to the gas station. And, you know, each day you don't fill up. It's going to be a lot more, 11 straight days. I don't know. No one has said this. But that I think that's a record. Not in our lifetime. I mean, of all time. 11 consecutive days gasoline has raised. And I don't even understand that because if it's already in your tank, meaning at the gas station, that's already been purchased at whatever price was agreed to. How do they raise the gas that's already in their tank? And and don't get me wrong. I'm not playing this game. Pelosi's blaming the, the petroleum industry, that's crap. That's just like uh, what's-her-face. Uh, oh, gosh, former governor, the uh, energy secretary that didn't know how many barrels of oil we use a day. You know, that incompetent, Granholm or whatever her name is. Putin, Putin, Putin. They, they take no responsibility. How about Biden policies are terrible, there's a reason we went from energy energy independent and being a net oil exporter to where we're at now. And I'm telling you, this story we wrote about ten gallon, ten dollar a gallon gasoline is is just gone supernova viral. If the supply chain breaks and parts of the country right now there are gas stations with no gas. The, the price increases are going to be unbelievable. Remember, this is the price increases with supply really not being a problem. Wait until you build that in. So, yeah, yesterday was a real, real bargain. I filled up for $80. I, he, he knows. My, my gas station attendant, I get the same guy every time because I told you uh, I tip. So the minute I pull in, I don't wait. I'm telling you, I don't wait. Get in the business. Pull a dollar. Put it, put put like 10 $1 bills in the um the little compartment in in your car. 
and you'll be a hero at the gas station for a dollar. And think about this, because they do a lot of volume. If every single person gave the gas station attendant a dollar, I don't know what they make per hour, but it can't be good. They would make a phenomenal living. I mean, look at it this way. It's inconceivable to me if you work an eight-hour shift, and some of them work longer than that, you know, 12-hour days and more even. If you got a dollar and you did 100 cars, now I will tell you the, um, I have no data on this to back it up. I just know it's densely populated. It's a big area. A lot of people go there. It's convenient. They do a good job. I was spoiled for so many decades. I could get my gas at 2.30 in the morning and I loved it. I didn't wait to get gasoline for 20 or 25 years. Never had to worry about getting it in daylight. Nobody else is out. But of course, like everything in our country, it's broken. Our country's broken. Stores that used to be open 24 hours a day are not. I changed my whole routine because of that. I used to have a a certain stop that I did every day. I'm glad the way that I do it now because it's more convenient and it's more economical. But I enjoyed. I would go. I would would have my gas filled, walk into the store, get V8. I used to have OJ in the morning. For some reason, I cut that out. Uh, Bottle of water. Cereal. Now I have it all. Now what I do is either Saturday or Sunday, I pack my five cereals. They're all ready to go. And the V8's ready to go. My bottle of waters are ready to go. And so it's, it's easier. But I had to change the routine when stores that were open 24 hours a day suddenly were not. But just take a look. It's very unusual in an evolving society where you should actually get better, we're regressing as a country. There used to be excellence in service. And look, I'm not putting down gas stations, but you do remember this, right? When you would pull into the gas station, somebody would hop out. They would be cleaning your windshield front and back, asking if you want the oil checked, asking if you want the... um, the fluid in the uh, the windshield wiper solvent reservoir filled. That doesn't happen anymore. I will say that my corner gas station did clean the windshield for many years when a lot of places were not, but they don't anymore. Take it, think about it. Service in our country is actually going in the opposite direction that it should be. Excellence in service was, I mean, that was just taught. It was, it was reinforced. It was instructed. It was, it was the standard. My motto when I was a hotel casino executive and I wanted to be a four-diamond, four-star hotel senior executive... And the property I took over was three diamond, three star. 
at the time. The property that I ran half the hotel before that was three diamond, three star. I wanted to be four diamond, four star. Don't get me wrong. Would love to be five diamond, five star. Almost impossible to achieve. Harris Tahoe has done it from a casino hotel setting because of the volume you do and certain other things I just don't have time to, to, to explain. It's almost impossible. And I will tell you, Chuck Malamut came as close as you could ever come. We were four diamond, four star, the Golden Nugget Atlantic City. And they told Chuck Malamut, if you expand the, the spa and if you build a beauty salon, you would have been a five-star, five-diamond hotel. And one of them is you have AAA and you have um, mobile. Two different. The stars are not the same as diamonds. It's, it's the same basic evaluation, but it's two different rating agencies. And there are properties that have been four diamond, three star, or th- four diamond, or four, four star, three diamond. I mean, you, it can happen. Usually, though, you, you kind of hit the same thing. You are what you are. But so the next year rolled around and just something else happened. You have to remember, they, they say that to be good, you know, to, lucky also means you have to be good. You can do everything right or try to do everything right and just maybe you accidentally, whatever. The, the, the AAA or mobile inspector was put in some substandard room or anything can happen. A bad meal, when they called the property, it took 10 rings before somebody answered. Uh, somebody was having a bad day and, and treated the person because that person has called your hotel, made multiple reservations has been to the front services, to the front desk, has called the PBX, hotel operators, has made a reservation for dinner and a show, ordered something, done other things before you as the GM ever get to meet the person. My jaw used to just drop when my secretary would say that this or that, AAA is here. I knew we were either good or dead. Because you you think you think you can schmooze, they've already they've already rated you. Very very little. Chuck Malamut would tell you, I have a lot of experience in this area uh, because of Chuck's tutelage. He got me to the top, and there's only so much you can do after the fact. You know, you try to explain ex- the exception and not the rule. You know, and you try to work through these things but they rarely change if you've gotten a three in something and you'd like a four it just pretty much stays as it is i'm not going to tell you i have successfully upgraded because of a conversation but it's very very hard to do and you can't do it more than once oh and on that one too and and that one too and and those other eight you know, same thing. No, it doesn't work like that. You can make a little, you have a little sway if you can tell a good story. But what I'm getting at is what happened? Let me, let me further this after the break. Because I, I know what happened. 
We'll see if you agree or disagree. But something happened, something snapped in America where what used to be done, and some of it for generations, suddenly stopped. It's early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station. Thank you for that. Fox News Commentary. I'm Jimmy Fallon, and I'll tell you why you should never copy off a Democrat on a biology test. Next. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. A Democratic witness testified on Capitol Hill that men can get pregnant and have abortions. Now, it's a crazy story, but I kind of like it because it's nice to know that somebody did worse in biology class than I did. Folks, Democrats want you to believe that stating the obvious truth that there are biological differences between men and women makes you transphobic because that's how they shame and pressure people into siding with their ridiculous policies. But the truth is, saying men can't get pregnant is not an attack on trans people. Hello, it's a defense of women who are the only ones blessed with the biological superpower of giving life. And don't get me wrong, I've eaten enough to feel pregnant. There have been times over the holidays where I have legitimately looked pregnant. But I've never bothered to take a pregnancy test because in the end, I can't actually get pregnant. And telling people otherwise is the mother of all stupidity. I'm Jimmy Fitt. From the world's playground, this is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is 23 minutes past the hour, so let me finish up on the, the total degradation, the lack, loss of service in our country. There are exceptions. There are outstanding restaurants. There are outstanding resorts. And it, it exists, but it is fleeting. And you will see many more bad customer service experiences than you will good. And it used to be the opposite. There would be many good. When I would uh, be in a position where I actually took a train-to-trainer course, and so we had a program at the Golden Nugget where different people were selected to teach. So every single employee from the president of the company to every line staff employee in the company would take this training course on customer service and team building and all kinds of really positive things that if you execute well, you've got a really good chance if your product is good and your service execution is, is excellent, you're, you're, you've got a great shot at gaining customers and retaining customers. So one of the first things we talked about in the ones that I taught, and I, I had quite a... Um, a blessing because I had the president of the company in my class. That's not easy. You're you're the teacher and the subordinate and the president is in the class and there were other very high-ranking people. So my class had people like Boone Wason, Hank Applegate, who, by the way, we chatted on Facebook yesterday, Hank and I, 
uh, and all kinds of people in the, in this class. So we put people in teams and we did team exercises. And I remember this one very vividly. You had balsa wood and heavy metal and just flotsam and jetsam or whatever. And you had to build a bridge. And then I came along with this heavy metal car and I would just roll it across the bridge. And the teams that did very well together, they figured a way with the materials that they had to build a bridge that the bridge would not collapse. I'm going to say if my memory serves me correct, maybe half, not two-thirds, maybe half, a little more, succeeded and about half or so failed. And then we got into why do you think that was? And the people that failed, generally, there was a breakdown in communication uh, or they they were in disagreement. They couldn't come about synergy and having a plan uh, to, to achieve the desired result. We also set, um, and it was tough on them, several did it by themselves because we were evaluating at the end the difference between the result of a team and the result of an individual. I don't recall any single individual achieving the task because you had nobody to play off of. It's so important. You don't think about it, but when you're deciding about a strategy or how you're going to build something or do something, there's, that's why we had meetings every week. So that's the way I did it anyhow, every Tuesday. I had a conference room right next to my office, and every Tuesday, every person that reported to me directly, we had a meeting, and we would brainstorm. We would review how are we doing and where are we going and, and what improvements can we make and how do we get there, how do we improve service. Mr. Trump was very concerned about damage to the uh, automobiles in the um, in the garage for the the valet parking attendants, and I I got them together, and they figured it out. They were parking cars next to each other, racing to get to the next car, swinging the door open, and smashing into the car next to them. It wasn't really crashes in the garage or sloppy banging into a wall on your way up, rushing. It was typically stupid stuff like that that adds up. So they parked every other spot until we were filled to the point where you would then have to backfill and put cars in. So again, the team figured that out. I said, hey guys, you know you know your job better than I do, but this number has to be cut down. And how are we going to get there? And somebody said, well, I have an idea. We're always racing and rushing to get to the next car and, and we're hitting cars because we're swinging the door open as we're getting out of the car. Let's not park close to one another. Great idea. It was the new standard. Sounds basic. Sounds like it should have been in effect for 100 years, but it wasn't. It wasn't until they did it. And then they benefited because we did an incentive program. If you don't have accidents, you're going to get paid more. If we have to pay claims, then the bonus isn't going to be there. 
So we gave skin in the game, and, and that was also helpful. But you needed the buy-in. Money's great, and it's an incentive, but it, you, you need the buy-in. So it was their idea. They didn't get dictated to, hey, you're stupid, and you, we got you got thousands of cars you can park, and when you only have hundreds, don't don't park them right next to each other. You ever go to a health club, and the front desk attendant isn't paying attention, and there's three people, five people in the health club, and there's fifty lockers, and you're all right next to each other. So we started a standard to spread out the people. Sounds automatic, but I'm telling you, and I've done hotel inspections after my hotel career, you'd be surprised how often these basic things happen where everybody's all jammed up and they even talk to each other. Hey, look at this. And and it's awkward too because you're on top of each other. It's like this wide open thing, wide open room, and we're all on top of each other. Because the person grabbing the keys, it's just easy. One, two, three. Instead of one, 12, 20, 40, spread them out. And we had a box that had them all lined up. So it's easy not to grab the ones right in a row. But the knee-jerk reaction is to do the opposite of what you should do. Because it seems like it's right. It seems orderly, chronological, easy to keep track of. All right, you've got key number one. You've got two. You've got three. These are the things that we used to do. I, I, I guarantee you, nobody's talking about this stuff anymore. People are shot. They don't even know what to say. People are stressed out. They don't know how they're going to fill the tank. We, well, I want to talk about it when we come back. We have an absolutely tone-deaf president, and I'll prove it in just a few minutes. We'll be back. Don't go away. It's early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And this is Harry Hurley at 31 minutes past the hour with three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Well, this one is tougher than it looks. I assembled family and friends, and we picked the 20 best chicken wings in Atlanta County. Check that out. The Atlantic City NAACP, shame on you. We have the story. And Millville, New Jersey's Mike Trout is this era's Mickey Mantle. Details. From the Town Square, New Jersey, Info and Weather Network, I'm Chris Coleman for Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Last Saturday, we had a high temperature of 65 degrees. This Saturday, we're going to add 30 to that number. Little patchy fog this morning, otherwise sunshine today with a high of 83, 70s for the beaches. Just a few clouds tonight and 65 tomorrow, sunshine, 95 on the mainland, lower 80s along the coast. More sunshine Sunday, 77 to 87. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, Sean Hannity. 38 minutes past the hour. 609-407-1450 phone lines will open 
right after the top of the hour news break. The whole 7 o'clock hour will be wide open forum. 8 o'clock hour, we'll tell you when we get there. We're expecting a long-form one-on-one interview uh, that is um, not quite nailed down. If it happens, it's going to be big. If it doesn't, it will happen in the near future. Let me, um, I'll go to Joe Biden in a second, but I promised you that I would share something with you as soon as it was made official. And it has been made official. I've known about it. uh, And I wasn't told I couldn't say anything, but I I don't feel it's appropriate to talk about something that hasn't been publicly released when it is somebody else's event and you, me, you, you are merely a guest. Uh, so uh, right around the corner, let me go to my day timer because I'm serious. I barely know what day it is. Friday, June 10th. So really just, um, my goodness, look how fast this month is going by. Just a little more than two week, three weeks from now, um, I'll be in New York for Talkers Magazine's annual convention. It's the largest talk radio convention in the world where most of the top 100 broadcasters in America will be and many, many just giants of the industry, television, radio. I mean, it's it's huge. And I have been given one of the great professional honors of my career. And I've been really excited to tell you about it. There are three keynote type moments of the uh, the conference. Michael Harrison will interview Bill O'Reilly. Michael Harrison will be interviewing, and these are 20 minute long form interviews. And then the whole, you're up on the stage, just the two of you. And then the whole audience, you know, is just watching and listening. Michael Harrison will also interview the owner of WABC, John Katsimidis. Uh, He's just, I mean, mega huge, multi-multi-millionaire and the WABC New York blowtorch is um, an incredible brand. So Michael will interview him in a 20-minute long-form interview. And knock me over with a feather. I received a phone call from Michael about a week ago, and he didn't tell me not to say anything, but I just knew not to say anything. Uh, I waited, and I believe it was either yesterday or the day before. I can't remember now. And I'm probably a day day late telling you this only because the last couple of days have been extremely not only stressful but very busy uh, we've just had some things that we've been dealing with uh, at home. Somebody got hurt and and just everything's going to be fine, but you just, you know, you have to um, prioritize. So I didn't let you in on that until just now. So forgive me for not telling you this yesterday because it just wasn't that important to me with what was going on. Uh, and it and it slipped my mind. I do remember one time thinking, oh, I didn't mention that. And, uh, and I said, I'll remember to remember to mention it today. So I get a phone call about a week ago and Michael Harrison uh, says to me, we're already making the presentation of the $6,000 
contribution from the Hurley in the Morning charity that we will be making to the Broadcasters Foundation of America. So I knew that I had that speaking role at the convention. We've done that now. This will be the sixth straight year. We started at $1,000 six years ago. We've increased it by $1,000 each year. And this is the radio industry's version of what the Hollywood actors do so well for their members. If you've been an actor, you'll have a home. They do a tremendous job. Outside of all the the liberalism and wackiness, they do an absolutely fabulous job taking care of their own. So the Broadcasters Foundation of America is radio's version. If a broadcaster has a stroke or something else bad happens, they have helped to the tune of many millions of dollars over the years. Help basically keeping people alive that have had a career in this industry. So six years ago, I met with Michael Harrison and Michael is the founder, the publisher, the editor of Talkers Magazine, the Bible of talk radio and the new talk media. And I said, Michael, I want to do something. I want to start an annual tradition. I don't, I know, I, I broadly know what I want to do, but I need your help. Let's partner on this. And Michael said, give me, you know, not even a day and we'll come up with something. And we reconvene the next day. And Michael suggested the Broadcasters Foundation of America. And they hadn't gotten a lot of publicity uh, at that point in time, six years ago. They had been around. They had done a great job. But I didn't really know that much about them. I knew they existed, but I didn't quite know what I know now. And I said, well, that's perfect. So we wrote the grant made the presentation, and we've been doing it ever since. So we knew we had that gig. Michael said, Harry, I'm doing Bill O'Reilly, and I'm doing John Katsimidis, uh, and I would like you to do the third fireside chat, keynote, and you interview Brian Kilmeade. So I did tease, if you're a faithful regular listener, I did tease that Brian Kilmeade and I will be doing something. And that's what I was alluding to. So we have 20 minutes, which really in a, in a conference like, like this, when you're dealing with who will be in attendance, it's, it's unbelievable. 20 minutes is like 20 hours. So it's going to be really cool. Now I've interviewed Brian on this show I've been on his show, both on the phone and I've been in studio uh, in New York with Brian. But this is the first time we will do something like this. So I, I forget. I know I'm called the host. And I'll, I'll have to look it up. I'll look it up. I'm going to break right now. Anyhow, I'll look it up during the break. It doesn't really matter, but I like to tell you, Brian is the I don't know if he's called the subject. I don't know. But I'll tell you when we come back. It's right here in the H phone. But what we're going to be doing, and this means I'm going to have to come up with questions. I'm going to have to come up with 20 minutes of content. And I'll interview Brian. And my, I think my job is easy. I'll basically just have to ask him questions. And he'll respond. But how cool is that? That's, again, one of those things where there's like one opening in the country 
and we got it. And when I say we, I mean us. We got it. So that was – he asked me, uh, do I accept? I said, do I accept? I said, uh, unconditionally. I said, I said, I can't thank you enough for the consideration. It's an honor. Yes, my answer is, is yes. I think that was exactly the conversation. 46 minutes past the hour. Don't go away, for I am sincerely yours. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Free. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Nine minutes before the top of the hour. Wide open forum coming up right after the top of the hour break. All right. So we will be at Hofstra University, which is the scene of the crime. In 2016, that is when we received... The one of the highest awards in the country from Talkers Magazine, the Sharon L. Harrison Memorial Award, his his late wife, the Outstanding Community Service by a Broadcaster Award, uh, which is also called the Humanitarian of the Year, uh, which was really an honor. And that took place at Hofstra. Then we went to all these other different locations that were fantastic um, in New York City. And with the pandemic, Hofstra was really perfect last year because they had so many COVID-19 protocols. The, the auditorium is enormous. So, there, you know, the, so, there's social distancing and all that. And we're returning to Hofstra this year. So this will be the third time in the past nine years that it's been at Hofstra. We will be in the John... Cranford Adams Playhouse. Uh, it's really a, just a fantastic room. And I forgot about this until I went and got the schedule during the break. We are the last program. It's the keynote address. This is ridiculous that we're getting to do this. I, I, still, I, I still don't believe that some of this stuff has happened. I, I, I mean, I just can't, I can't figure it out. How did this happen? But so we're, we're going to be on stage with the keynote address. I will be conducting a 20-minute one-on-one interview with Brian Kilmeade. He's listed as the guest. I am listed as host. So that's how they do it. Uh, right before us is a really great panel uh, that I know I'm going to enjoy Maintaining integrity in times of political and cultural polarization. And my really good friend, Dom Giordano of WPHT, is the moderator. And it's a fantastic panel of talk radio hosts from all over the country. Denver, Richmond, Virginia, New York, uh, all over the place. Bridgeport, Connecticut. Quite a panel. So then we will come on after that. From 4.40 until 5 p.m. And then the only thing left after we're done is the reception. And at the reception, the highest award of the day, the Freedom of Speech Award, will be presented. So we are right there in the thick. I will be giving away the grant to the Broadcasters Foundation of America during lunchtime. And then we'll come back at the end of the program at 4.40 to 5 o'clock. So we'll be, we'll be participating in two different areas of the uh, 
the event in the the John Cran- uh, John Cranford Adams Playhouse, and also and, and I forget the name of the room uh, where we'll be having lunch. But last year we were outside. This year I'm sure we'll be inside. Shouldn't say I'm sure, but I I suspect we'll be inside. So that's what we'll be doing, and that's what I was telling you about cryptically uh, the other day, and I just didn't feel that it was appropriate for me to announce it. I wanted Talkers Magazine uh, to do what they do. They announce these things each day. They announce people who will be speaking, events that will be happening. And two days ago, they uh, published the whole schedule of the event. And that's when we uh, felt comfortable telling you about it once it was publicly released. So I mentioned a little while ago that our president is tone deaf. He is halfway around the world in the Republic of Korea and Japan while America is falling apart, broken. You, you've got gasoline prices up 11 straight days. You've got moms, and I want to add dads to that, but I'll say moms that can't feed their babies. There are so many broken things. And here's what you can count on, though. When an American president is failing miserably at home, they just take off and they do something from a foreign policy standpoint. You watch, though, when we when you have an incoherent president that I have to say also, he's unlucky, too. He's like, what was that character on uh, uh, the Peanuts cartoon had the cloud over his head? Everywhere he went, it was cloudy and dark. And was that Pigpen? Had a, I, I, Linus had the blanket, right? Or did, trying to, I'm mixing them all up. But I think it was Pigpen had the cloud just everywhere he went. Joe Biden not only is a bad president, he has bad instincts. He's wrong about everything. It's, it, I have to tell you, I don't think you can, can really, I don't think you know how hard it is to be wrong as often as Joe Biden is. That's, I think that's harder than being right. I'm not kidding you. He is wrong for 50 years. When it's the right war, he's on the wrong side. When it's the wrong war, he's on the wrong side. He's just wrong about everything. And what is he doing? He's halfway around the world. Hey, I want to make sure I get this in. He's not Nostradamus, but he knew it was going to happen before it happened. Elon Musk called it out. He said, get ready now. They're going to come after me. They're going to come after me hard. Elon Musk. Now think about this. You know, I don't believe in coincidences. Do you? One day after Elon Musk said that I have to vote Republican in the midterm elections, I've always voted Democrat, but the Democrats have lost their minds. I I have to vote Republican. The Democrats are destroying the country. One day after he said that. Now, I'll make the case that this is not a coincidence. He uh, uh, allegedly or or evidently he made a settlement of $250,000 to someone over some allegations. 
Who, who was it? Was it uh, Ilan Omar? Hey, Tom P. I just saw greatness. I just saw greatness in my studio. That's tomorrow at uh, 5 a.m. Don't miss Tom P. And you can always listen to the podcast if you miss it live. So understand something. Well, he paid. Somebody said to me yesterday, uh, Harry, what do you think? I said, come on. I said, he announced he's voting for Republicans in the midterms. He's such an influential person, uh, richest person, you know, in the world. And they hate that he's potentially going to have Twitter and and not have the um, the Democrat agenda, but let everybody have a fair chance. And then he says he's voting for Republicans in the midterm. And then less than one day later, there are these salacious allegations. Now, keep in mind, shouldn't even be talked about. Somebody entered into an agreement. They got paid to enter into that agreement. And here's what I said to my friend. I said, do not take the bias that Elon Musk has done anything. Do you understand that $250,000 to Elon Musk is like a dirty penny that had chewing gum on it that you stepped on walking down the street. That is a nuisance settlement. That doesn't mean he was guilty of anything. That meant he decided it was less aggravation to just settle it than to deal with, you know, with whatever would have come. Now, that's not to say I don't know if he did anything, but those are the facts. And they're stubborn. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. And open from Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Oh, I love open forum. Let's do this. Six minutes past the hour. Can you believe I meant to mention this last hour when I heard Chris Coleman say this? That certainly snuck up on me. It will be, I think, in Egg Harbor Township, we're going to top off somewhere between 93 to 95 degrees tomorrow. Wow. Just like that. Then it will go down about 10 degrees by Sunday and then even cooler. And I think by Tuesday of next week, it will be back around low 60s weird but then it will be going back up into the 70s as the uh the week goes on but wow just crazy 609-407-1450 we have one open phone line welcome to hurley in the morning you are on the air uh yes good morning um it's not that we're unaware of what's going on we know that the keystone xl pipeline is natural gas but it can be very easily converted to high high octane petrol not only that, it can be turned into low carbon. So that would help the situation as far as uh, green energy goes, right? Now, Nikola Tesla invented a water cell fuel combustible engine, and uh, Stanley Meyer had driven across the country in an engine built by Nikola Tesla, designed by Nikola. He built it himself, but it was designed by Nikola Tesla. Also, two American scientists invented a fusion torch. So there's three, an American inventor and two atomic scientists that invented things that could be used. But see, the powers to be one of us to have alternative energy, we'd have it by now. Meanwhile, the Nordic model countries, Bernie Sanders, are using our technology 
to uh, to fur, uh, to um, in Scandinavia to to use that steam energy because uh, actually Nikola Tesla was talking about cultivating uh, water energy and he used uh, the Niagara Falls all that immense power generated by Niagara Falls as an example that it can be done um, and also um, as Norway which is one of the Nordic model countries. Hmm. Has actually uh, has actually designed uh, designated large swaths of wilderness to be cut down in the name of saving the planet to build wind farms. So even there, catching on to the insanity of the Green New Deal. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the Economic Forum, the Davis Group, and also um, UN have determined that cattle ranching has to be phased out, and lab-grown meat has to be uh, cultivated. Cultivated meat in a laboratory. I'm not going to talk about what they what they use for the source to build that, to, to make that disgusting something. I do know they irradiate it. They irradiate it. I know yeah. that. And yeah, you can have that impossible fake stuff. No thanks. Oh, it tastes just like hamburger. Okay, then I'll just have hamburger then. I don't need to have what tastes just like it. It tastes like chicken, right? Everything. Also, um, they're saying if you don't want to do that, well, you can eat insects. But I guarantee you that that crowd are not going to be eating insects and lab-grown no, meat. They're going to be no. eating filet mignon. There you go. Thank you, Flash. <laughs> oh, that's so true. They're such hypocrites. And just think about it. Everything they espouse is about control. They want to control. They hate free – why do you think they hate free market capitalism? They want to put limitations that's why they – why would a school district – and I didn't get a chance last week to tell you about it. Why would they do away with honors classes? Are we racing to mediocrity? We're racing to the bottom? Everything they do is about control. They don't want a valedictorian. They want everybody getting straight C's. Whether Even if you didn't earn a C, you get a C. And maybe not even a C. Maybe just pass-fail. And nobody can fail. Everybody passes. Who would ever create a thing called social promotion? Hey, you go to school all year and you fail. You come back next year. You go all next year and you fail again. They promote you to the next grade. Do you know that goes on? It's called social promotion. You can't fail the same grade twice. So that means you automatically, it's going to take some time, but you could fail your way to your diploma. What would that be at that point? A certificate of attendance? I mean, it's just crazy. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. Happy Friday. Thank you. Um, just wanted to make a comment about Biden's trip to uh, Japan. Or, uh, where is he? Uh, he's in South Korea, Japan. He's. We'll just say he's, uh, it, we'll call it an Asia trip. Okay, okay. I find it funny um, how he can make it there, but he can't make it to the uh, border. <clears throat> exactly. Um, and, wor- and worry about us. Oh, and, uh, and you, you just, you, this is so value-added what you just did, because I just ran out of time. This Monday, Title 42 is set to end. We have an impending illegal immigration disaster that I heard someone refer to as the Hindenburg crashing into the titanic correct and here he is in asia yeah not worrying about yeah 
us and what a slap in the face to the people that live on the border in Arizona, Texas, California. It's just insanity to me. I, I, I can't comprehend it. Well, it, you, you, we just have to process that it is all on purpose. It's not just incompetence. That would be, to some extent, understandable. This is on purpose, all of this. They want 18 million illegals flooding into this country in the next year. This is all about the Democrat majority. Remember, when they brought up this whole thing about replacement this and that and trying to make Republicans white supremacists, thank God the American people didn't buy it and they stopped They stopped it after a couple of days. But they're on record. They're the party that's talking about changing this state, changing that state, changing the face of this. They are guilty of what they accuse. Correct. But thank goodness it's slowly happening. People are waking up and they're realizing they're just destroying our country. Yeah, I really can't wait till November 8th. It's so important because what that's going to do is that's a reset. The American people are going to give the Democrats such a whooping that all the crazy notice they don't talk about defund the police anymore. Now it's refund the police. They break it. And then and then they now are the people that are going to fix the problem that they created on purpose. They are the biggest flip floppers. And November, I will have a huge party for myself and my family at the Irish pub in Atlantic City to celebrate the Republican Party. Yes. And please tell Kathy Burke that Harry said hello. Okay. I sure will. All right. Have a great day. See you, Amy. Bye bye. 609-407-1450, an open phone line, which will be yours when you are on air after this break. Don't go away. 609-407-1450. It's early in the morning. On the station that plays the winners, like Tom P., WPG, Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. And you went and did that. You did. You did it. Thank you. Now, here's the morning Sean Hannity update. All of this is preventable. Every bit of it was preventable. And I don't know, when you have Target and Walmart. Now, I love Target and Walmart. I love them because you get everything you want in one big place, Walmart, Superstore. I love those places. And you get the best prices on everything. It's cool. I love it. You get everything with clothes. You name it, sporting goods, food even. They're just great. Anyway, Walmart and Target, two of the nation's largest retailers, confirming this week inflation headwinds are intensifying. The strength of the consumer will be tested as both Walmart and Target are signaling rising pricing pressures that are not easing. Meaning that they they can't put something on their shelves and not make a profit. They got to be able to put the lights on every day and pay their employees. Join Sean later today right here on the Sean Hannity Show. And whether you're moving into a new home or you just want to give your home a whole new feel, you can start with custom window treatments from Blinds.com. Now, Blinds.com, they have the selection and the expertise to help you customize your perfect window treatments. Plus, there's no showroom, no retail markups. Blinds.com, they can connect you with design consultants and local pros for installation. So shop Blinds.com right now. Save up to 40% off site-wide. That's Blinds.com, up to 40% off site-wide. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Free. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, great one. 20 minutes past the hour. It's the Hurley in the Morning program. And Mark told you, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. He forgot to say South Jersey's number one talk station. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Thank you for calling in. Good morning, Harry. Good morning. You know, I wake up every morning and I listen to your show. And it's killing me. I, I will never stop listening. But I'm telling you, my blood starts boiling almost from the minute I wake up. And I, I heard you this morning talking about um, algebra and um, punctuality being now racist or white supremacist. Yes. And I think to myself, so when people make that statement, what they're saying is that black people are too stupid to do algebra. And they're too lazy and careless to be on time. And, and here's what they also don't realize, that in 1974 or 1975, uh, Mrs. Barbara Hudgens, a beautiful African-American woman, uh, taught a white boy, Harry Hurley, algebra. So in their demented world, an African-American woman taught me to be a white supremacist. How do you like yeah. that? How do you like that one? Well, oh, it's, I, I, I have no words. So, so what you're saying then. And is, by the way, I'm, I must really be charged guilty because everything I do is centered around time. And I've never signed on late in 31 years. I've never been late. Not once. That's, that's really kind of amazing if you think about it. Which means I've, I've, I can't say I've never overslept, but I've never uh, overslept to the point where I didn't get in here on time. There have been a couple of times where 2 o'clock my alarm goes off and I'm exhausted and I close my eyes and it might be an hour later or something. But punctuality is a virtue. Punctuality makes you, I think, desirable as an applicant. Uh, it can help you be successful during your lifetime. Uh, everything that's positive, they try to turn into a negative. Well, punctuality shows that you have respect for other people's time. And you and I are wired the same way. I got a perfect attendance record in high school. And I would have had a perfect attendance record through grammar school, which would have been 12 years of perfect attendance. The, the thing that messed me up in grammar school is I had to have my tonsils out in first grade where i would have had 12 wow. years of perfect attendance all right let me let me join you i had perfect attendance from first grade through eighth i had perfect attendance nine ten and a good portion of 11 but i think something happened during my junior year you know you become an upperclassman uh i did take a few creative days off in my junior and senior year uh, still had excellent attendance, but I could have, if I really wanted to, I could have delivered a 12-year 
I didn't go to kindergarten. My mom held Don and I back. She didn't feel that we needed kindergarten. So we went right to first grade. Uh, but that's my, uh, I have all those, you know, you get the, ours were yellow. I don't know what color yours were, but I have like a stack of perfect attendance certificates. Well, yeah, you know, so we're wired the same way. So here, you know, Harry, I, I recently turned 60 and I think to myself, I grew up in essentially Mayberry. Okay. And now at 60, I have to try to survive in a Sodom and Gomorrah hedonistic world where nothing makes sense anymore unless you think that the only reason it could be happening is because it's being done on purpose. And I'm going to tell you, Harry, you talked about service earlier and you talked about a race to the bottom. There is no doubt in my mind that as the Chinese children are spending their time in school all year, even in the summer. Our children are preoccupied with nonsense, playing video games, things that that do absolutely nothing to further you. Now, if if your goal, now we shut down our schools, and we know that a lot of children are never going to get back what they lost. If you're playing long ball, as we know the Democrats do, The goal is to dumb down the country going forward. And what happens, Harry? Children who are poorly educated become adults who were poorly educated and therefore unable to properly provide for themselves, who at some point will have no choice but to turn to the Democrats to get free checks. And then they will have no choice but to continue to vote for the Democrats to keep the free checks coming. They're also flooding our country with drugs, which absolutely destroys young minds. It destroys all minds, okay? They are, their goal is to create as many government-dependent people as possible. And their other goal is to gradually erase traditional America, the traditional American family. We know that Black Lives Matter has it as their stated goal on their website, the dissolution of the American family, which they believe is a white construct and therefore racist. So over time, as you discourage Americans from having babies by by scaring the bejesus out of them, that they're not going to be able to get the food or be able to afford to feed their babies, and then you flood the country with illegals from different cultures, you gradually erase what America is. You replace the population with a new population that is not America at all. This is a long-term strategy by the Democrats, and it's happening on purpose, and I'm telling you, we have a... So they want to take a great country, burn it to the ground... And then recast it in their dystopian, not utopian, dystopian version, vision, and they control it all, right? Yes, Harry. Are you familiar with the Overton window? No. Okay, so the Overton window, it hangs in, I believe, the Museum of Art in, in London. 
And this comes from the Fabian Socialists. And Flash could talk your ear off about the Fabian Socialists because I've heard him talk about them. The Fabian Socialists, uh, they, they created this, uh, it's a stained glass window, and it's, a, it's an image of the earth. And you see fire underneath the earth. And you see the earth, the globe, as an orange color, which means they're heating the earth. And then you see the men with the, with the hammers, the sledgehammers, beating on the earth. And, and what it says on the Overton window at the bottom, it says, mold, mold it nearer to the heart's desire. So they have to heat the earth in fire. They have to create chaos and division and hatred around the world, heat the earth so that they can beat on it and remold it nearer to the heart's desire, the Fabian socialists. And you know, Harry, I, I look at Biden in Asia and I think how appropriate it is that Joe Biden is in Asia because he is disoriented to the max. We got you right there and I've got to go to the break. Uh, excellent presentation. Appreciate that um, tutorial at the end as well. But it is obvious, and I thank you, Andy, for the call. Have a great weekend. It is obvious that that is their strategy. I've said it for many, many years. Their strategy is to burn the house down to rule the ashes. You wonder why they would invite the summer of love that we lived through. And do you understand, this is now going to be the summer of rage. They, they are encouraging violence. They want it to be like this. They... I'm telling you, it's been a long time coming, but it really went on steroids following September 11th, 2001. When they saw America united, they were having convulsions. When, when will it be OK to criticize President Bush? They, they, were, they, they couldn't stand it that America was united. Just remember... Many things have to be wrong in order for them to be in charge. When you're happy, when the economy is good, and you're happy with your job, and you're happy with your pay, and you can get everything you need. I mean, we took so many things. I didn't take any, I don't take anything for granted. That's, I'll tell you what. If you want to have an epiphany, sign up to this. Sign up to the sense of urgency team. Not fatalistic. I'm an eternal optimist. We will, again, we have to replace bad management. You ever see a place go down the tubes that was great? Well, it's bad management. Where do you think the expression of the signs under new management came from? Because the prior management sucked and messed it all up. You ever see something you loved turn to crap? He's, oh, man, what happened? It's like, what happened here? All right, I've got to get the break in. You will be next right after the break, and you'll be right after that. Hang in there. We've got a lot of calls to get to. It is the Hurley in the Morning program, and you're listening to South Jersey's number one talk station, all because of you, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. It is, in fact, and it's 31 minutes past the hour. I'm Harry Hurley with three things that you can follow right now, three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. It's tougher than it looks. We picked, with family and friends, we picked the 20 best chicken wings in Atlanta County. I don't know how we did it. 
and I'm, I'm sure we're going to unintentionally offend someone. NAACP of Atlantic City, shame on you. Read all about it. And Millville, New Jersey's Mike Trout is the Mickey Mantle of this era. Read my story. Tales. From the Town Square, New Jersey, Info and Weather Network, I'm Chris Coleman for Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Our average high temperature for this time of year is 74. We're going to be a good 20 degrees above that tomorrow, at least away from the ocean. Sunny today and 83, 70s for the beaches. Fair tonight down to 65. Hello summer tomorrow, sunshine 95 on the mainland, cooler along the coast. And sunshine for Sunday, 77 to 87. Ocean water temperature, by the way, is 52. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. You know every WPG Talk Radio 95.5 South Jersey's talk station. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, please go to the app or to the website when you get a chance and read the article on the 20 best chicken wings in Atlanta County. I'm telling you, it's tougher than it looks. It was hard. And I'm sure we inadvertently, it's a sin of the mind, not of the heart. I'm sure we left someone out that's deserving. It just, it's, it's anytime you dare to do something like this, it's flying without a net. It's, it's always perilous. But check it out. It's fun. Uh, some really cool uh, photos from the different establishments. And uh, I thank the family and friends that helped me put this together. It was not easy. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. It's Bridgette, your favorite Latina from Point Pleasant. How are you today? Very well. Thank you. You know, Harry, I'll tell you, I feel very poetic today. You know, I'm listening to you, and I'm just taking it all in, as I do every morning. And I'm just in shock and awe at the stupidity of an administration. I mean, let's face it, invasion, inflation, war, corruption lies with the foundation stupidity. And we see it every day chipping away at our way of life. I now am known as a racist, Mm. and I don't know how that can be, but I'm a racist. I am a woman that has a moral compass taught by my parents. You work hard, you take nothing for granted, and you take nothing that doesn't belong to you. And you work. You don't allow anybody to support you. You help each other as a family. You go to work every day. We all want the same thing. We all want a quality of life. And I look at what's going on every day. And I know that down the road, these, what's going on, (laughs) everything that's happening is going to change our way of life. We will become a Venezuela. There's just no going around it because this small majority is changing. Whoa, 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 whoa. They're not a majority. I hear what you're saying, and I know why you're saying it, because they have the president, they have the House, and they have the Senate. But in just a few short months, they're definitely losing the House. They will, I believe, lose the Senate as well, as long as the Republicans don't mess it up and pick people who can't win. 
if they if they nominate the right candidates, I mean, for example, Hershel, Herschel Walker will win in Georgia. Uh, I'm pretty confident. I hope Oz wins. I think he's a better general election candidate than McCormick, but I think either of them can win Pennsylvania. Can't lose that because that's a seat currently held by a Republican. So the House is gone. The Senate is looking good. And if Joe Biden were on the ballot this year, he would get stomped. He would get crushed out of office. They're not a majority, Bridget. They didn't run. Joe, Joe Biden ran as a moderate. And look what he look at the pain he has inflicted. And for those listening, if you think Bridget is speaking with no knowledge, the Venezuela comparison is perfect. Venezuela is the result of socialism 100 percent of the time venezuela was the third richest nation in the hemisphere and look at them now harry they're eating garbage out of garbage trucks they've eaten all of the zoo animals they are now transformed and unfortunately they have such a hold uh, by this, uh, I, I, I forgot his name, but you know who I'm talking about. Uh, it's it's outrageous. I'm just so done with this. And I meant to say minority, not majority. Okay, good, good. Well, you can see, I, I mean, even with friends, I'm going to push back. I hear something that I just, I, I, I'm glad that you just said that. Oh, speaking of something I have to correct. Hold on a second. And this is, this should be a case study. I'm telling everybody I don't ask you to follow me very often. I tell you what I think, and if you think I'm right, you can come along. If you think I'm wrong, you know, stomp on me. But if I know something, I say I know it. If I think I know something, I will hedge and I will tell you I think, but don't take me, you know, for sure on this. And if I don't know something, I'm not embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed to say you don't know. It doesn't make you stupid. It makes you honest. Andy said, do I know the Overton window? No, I never heard that before. So I didn't, I didn't, you don't have to act smart and say, well, yeah, I've heard of it. Wouldn't I look like a fool if I said, yes, I've heard of that. There is no Overton window, but there is the Fabian window. Now the Fabian window, I have heard of, but Andy said the Overton window so he caught his mistake in his own mind. We all do it. And he said, would I please correct that? But I want people to understand. I think the reason I'm in my 31st year here is I don't always get it right, but I always try and I tell the truth. And when I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I come back and I say I'm wrong. And if, it, and if an apology is owed, I make the apology. I didn't know the Overton window and I didn't act like some know-it-all because I, I I just can't do that. if. If I know something, I know it. And if I don't, and someone says, hey, have you ever heard of this? I'll say, no, I haven't heard about that. Tell me about it. So I'm listening to Andy talk about the Overton window. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing stuff that, you know, I, I just never heard before. Uh, because on, in my mind, it's some, some concept that I just was never taught or never read, never heard about. So anyhow, that's a correction plus a philosophy of this program. Carry that throughout your life and you will be a winner. I'm telling you, you will be a winner. People will respect you for it. Any, I think things that turn people off the most is know-it-alls. You, you can't tell them anything. I knew that. Stop. Don't even, don't even speak. I knew it before you said it. So if I acted like Mr. Know-it-all, yeah, you know, Andy, I'm really glad you brought up that Overton window because that Overton window is something we all need to think about. So there you have it. I didn't know it. I said I didn't know it, and it didn't exist. Anyhow, back to you.
And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what you no. call that, Harry? You call that humility. You call that humility. It's just that simple. And again, these this, these are things you learn. These are things that you're given from your family. I don't know what's going on, and uh, I'm, and and I'm not discouraged, but I I am. I am full of concern for the future, especially for the future generations, because they will miss out on the things that made us who we are living in the greatest country in the world. You know, when you look at the border and you see the invasion of what's going on and you know the underlying uh, reasons why these things are happening, and then you listen to Kamala Harris and Biden act like there's nothing wrong. They inherited a broken system. I just sit and say to myself, my God, they really believe Americans are the dumbest people on earth. Harry, let me tell you, hmm. we better be awake we better be ready. We better be there in November and 2024 because we cannot at least let's hold on to this country for another generation because it's not going to be the same. It's not. And Bridget, I, I've got to run to the break, but I concur. I, I wholeheartedly concur. And I hate to say it because I, I am an eternal optimist, but I really believe we can only slow it down. What they're doing is so insidious and they never stop and they're going to keep doing it. And then the pendulum swings and they'll get back in again and then they'll let more illegal immigration take place. They're, they're completely transforming this country. It's no, there's no telling. I think it's 15 or 20 million people have come into this country since Joe Biden's been president. I don't care what number they say. We turned back 250,000 in the past four weeks or so. I mean, it, it, these numbers are crazy. And that's not even getting any, into what's being called the gotaways and all these other things that are happening. I, I agree with Bridgette. We, let's keep it for as long as we can. Even our founders knew uh, that we have a republic for as long as we can keep it. Uh, Rome fell. Uh, they were so prosperous. I mean, there's just so much we could talk about about that. But every democracy, every republic really doesn't have a shelf life of more than 200 years. We're on borrowed time. People find out they can vote themselves to the treasury. It, 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 it ends, and it ends horribly. And that's what they want, because they want to be in control. They want power more than they want a great country. It's sick, and they are sick. Got to go, Bridget. Thank you for an inspiring call. When we come back, more of your phone calls. You'll be next up right after the break and more to get to right after that. Eight o'clock hour. Uh, I haven't figured out what we're going to do there yet. So don't bail out on the phone lines as we get to the top of the hour. I do know the nine o'clock hour will be a full-blown mental health break on the Hurley in the Morning program. And we have a, not a surprise guest, but we have a wonderful guest who will join us. Uh, he's incredibly handsome. Looks someone like me, sounds a little bit like me, but I won't reveal his identity at this time. Although he could be, he could be the person responsible for stealing my nutrients over nine months earlier in my lifetime. It could be him. Markley.
Kelly, Van Camp, and Robbins. But I did get a nice little note on uh, social media from one of our listeners today who said, Hey, guys, I filled the tank for 32 bucks." I went, wow, where's this guy at, right? His lawnmower. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, another one of our listeners suggested today perhaps getting a student loan to go on vacation. There you go. <laughs> Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Weekday afternoons at 1 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. 53 minutes past the hour. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Well, Harry, good morning. Yes. And happy Friday. Oh, yes. I I need this Friday more than almost any Friday recently that I can think of. We've earned it. Yeah, you did. And, wow, we got a few fires in the world. So uh, I just want to say one thing. Uh, China is now divesting from the United States. That's newsworthy. Sure. Why would they be doing that? Okay. After a month and a, a year and a half, China now, if you notice, they were flying over Taiwan, right? And yep. uh, they're they're ready. So we're they're ready, and now they're saying, let's get out of the United States because we don't want our assets played with when they, you know, go to, you know, freeze the assets of China. So the United States will have nothing other than war. People, you better, you, you better, what you voted for, I don't know what you voted for, a ghost, Okay. No, as Don Hurley said before anybody else, now Elon Musk has said it, we voted for a teleprompter. That yeah, that Ron Klain sure. that Ron Klain controls. I do want to talk to say people look at uh, Cash Patel, Cash Patel who worked for uh, I don't think I'm saying his name proper, Harry, but uh, this guy is a smart guy. Go to his website. Listen to him. He'll give you a lot of information on this Sussman case that just reached another level. And none other than Lisa Page is actually related somehow through marriage to the judges overseeing this case. So I hope Durham sees through all this. I do want to say one other thing, Harry. I want to debate about this part. I think we'll probably end up at the Russian hoax, the 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 Ukraine visit with Pelosi and pencil neck shift. Okay. Does anybody really think for a second? Okay. I got two bridges to sell you. Okay. Not the Margate bridge one, because man, you can make money on that one. But, uh, uh, I got to tell you that the Pelosi and, uh, pencil neck shift, they didn't go into Ukraine. These are two cowards that were cowering at the white house from their own people. Uh, you think they were going to go into a country that was being bombed? No. I believe, and this is what they're saying, Harry, you know what? I have a, a friend who happens to be a wonderful tailor from Ukraine. She watches the Ukraine news over the Internet. It's a whole different news than what you see here, people. It's totally different. You get a whole different visual. You actually get to see the war on the front line, the tanks, the missiles, the people actually shooting. It's heart-wrenching. Mm. But I, I will say this. This is a whole show that we're seeing right now to take us down step by step. Gas is high. Harry, I drink orange juice every morning. I know you drink your V8. 
how high has your VA gone? Because my orange juice, I can't even find it anymore. It's very expensive. I mean, everything, everything is way up. You, you have to imagine if you're buying a gallon of gasoline, it's 50% more. If you're buying meat, poultry, things like that, it's about 25, 30% more. Uh, milk, uh, yeah, V8. Uh, thankfully, I don't drink soda. I pretty much have completely eliminated that. I just love water and it's just so much better for you. Don't need those. They're just bad calories, these sodas. Uh, I do, I do um, crave carbonation once in a while, so I will rarely have like a Sprite, something like that. But I go with uh, the non-caffeine and um, a clear type uh, liquid situation. So I'll have a Sprite once in a while, but I can't tell you the last time I even had one of those. So, yeah, it's all just very, very expensive. Craig, I want to give uh, a last caller an opportunity to get in. I've got a full board of calls here. Have a great weekend, my friend. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Well, buenos mañana, mi amigo, senor boss. So I made a good decision. I, I, I raced to be able to take one more call, and here we are. What's going on? Were you going to get an email because I'm speaking Spanish to you? Oh, my God, please. Yeah, I did. Oh, my gosh. I did I did one of my Spanish dialogues from Mrs. Copeland and my Spanish. Necesito practicar español. No encuentro nada. Porque tú estudias conmigo. Porque tú y yo pronunciamos muy bien. Oh, my God. I got this I got this email that I had committed the crime of the century. It was it was uh, somebody was very upset. But yeah. Hey, listen, I heard you talking about, because you know I work for you for two different properties, okay? Yeah. I heard you talking about the diamond ratings, right? Yes, diamond and star. When we were at resort. Diamond and star. Right, diamond and star. I remember uh, when we were at resorts before we went over to Trump, okay? And then I followed you over there, I believe. But uh, we had a girl in the health spa. You mentioned health spa. And my girls at the front desk were just the best. I mean, they were the best. They came to me one day and said, hey, Matt, I think this is one of them AAA ratings people. I said, all right. All right, take it easy. Just keep doing what you do. All right? Yeah, really, all you have to do is be great. You don't have to get crazy or scared or anything. Just be great. Just give service, and we'll be fine. Yeah, I I happened to be given a swim lesson to one of the hotel guest daughters. Five years. Hold on, don't go away. Stay with me. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna continue open forum, and then you'll we'll, we'll give him a chance to finish. Then you'll be on right after that. So don't go away during the break, caller. You're gonna be right on in just a few minutes. And then we have um, open lines at 609-407-1450. We may have a surprise this hour that is still possible. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. This hour has the potential to be great because every hour does. But I'm telling you that for a good reason, because you will make it great. We will make talk radio great again. 
what would that be? Talk radio. radio. There's MAGA. Would it be TAGA? Talk TRAGA? How about TRAGA? <laughs> or MERTRAGA would make that would be rather bulky and confusing, but MERTRAGA make talk radio great again. Here's what we're doing. Matt's going to get to finish, and then I already told this caller who's been with us uh, all during the break, you're going to be next. Then after that, here's what we're doing. I, and this will give you a couple minutes to think about it. We'll do this for the first segment, these, these two calls. Then coming out of the first break for the remainder of the hour, I would love you to call in 609-407-1450 and share an excellent customer service experience that you have had recently and that could be recent means your last one that's memorable to you we're not going to make this too narrow uh because if you missed part of the earlier part of today's program i talked about the fact that true excellence in customer service is really diminishing in our country and in our own area it it just is I, i say that with just sadness But let's stay positive because there is still excellence in customer service. And we've come across it. I came across a few people. I will tell you, the service in Disney World, it's not as magical as it used to be. They have have dropped the ball. They have staffing problems. They have staffing shortages. And I can tell uh, because I, I attended Disney University. Long, long, long ago, Steve Wynn, everything he did, he modeled so much after Walt Disney. Straw buyer that bought all the property around Boston Avenue from the boardwalk all the way to the bay. I mean, it just mini, mini Walt Disney. Uh, but yet you look at Steve Wynn, uh, mini doesn't come into the equation uh, because what he did was huge. But customer service has definitely taken a hit, but yet it still exists. And I, w- I will tell you, I said to Margie a few times, I said, you know, there's certain people like they they don't even say hello to you. you. You could never walk past a Disney cast member and them not say something bubbly. The training is breaking down, uh, and I really believe I believe it's an ownership thing. It's a disaster. I, I I just wish that ABC had nothing to do with Disney. They they they've they got woke and and many many problems. But I want to keep it positive though. I want you to share an excellent customer services experience that you've had, but not the first two callers. Matt, you get to finish up, and we got to jump. Uh, go. Yeah, so I was telling you, my girl's at the front desk there. Yeah. They pegged this AAA girl because she left her bag in the women's locker room, and they saw the AAA paperwork hanging off it, you know. They said, yeah, this is a, one of those raiders. I said, all right, just keep doing what you're doing. So she comes out of the women's locker room, sits by the pool in a lounge chair, and I happen to be giving a swim lesson to one of our repeat guests' daughter, five-year-old daughter. And this woman's sitting there looking at me, and, you know, I finish, finish up with the, you know, she knew how to swim. i just trying to re- refine her stroke a little bit, you know what I mean? But she goes, do you, is this some sort of package with the hotel? I said, no. I treat it like an amenity. I just do it. These are repeat customers, and I know them. And I just, it's not a bad gig, you know, teaching a little girl how to swim. My job here, 
You know what I mean? I do. She was amazed. The triple or gay grass. I just do it. I treat it like an amenity, Harry. You know what I mean? Well, you know what it is? It's extending yourself. It's giving that extra wow. It's doing more, really, because it's not in the job description for any lifeguard to to do or any management, you were management, to do um, uh, any lessons or anything like that. So that was informal and just going the extra step. Matt, I'm going I'm to move on to the next call because we're going to take this topic on. And I think after a couple of people call in, I really think it's going to get people jazzed up to call in. So think about that. An excellent customer services experience that you had. And I will tell you one that I had in between yours. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. How you doing? Very well. And you sound very chipper. Yes. Good. Uh, first of all, I want to tip my hat off to Andy. I enjoyed the call very much. Um, and I would like to tip my hat off, always as a gentleman, to the young lady from Point Pleasant. I enjoyed her call very much. And she really, her and Andy really hit the nail on the head, as they say. But... Sadly, that's too cliche-ic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the whole thing is both of them brought up a lot of interesting uh, topics to build on. And if I may, um, back in the day, before our day, <laughs> <laughs> when, okay, when you have a criminal who took a life of a police officer or a civilian Mm -hmm. that was in those days a trip to the hot chair back in those days oh oh, yeah i mean killing a police officer was so so rare i mean people used to think about the consequences but what happens peter and i think you're going to agree with this comment it's pretty hard to dispute but when you get prosecutors like Gascon uh, or the um, – God, how can I forget his name? The fellow in uh, Pennsylvania and Philadelphia, rather, Larry Krasner, came to me that quick. Thank you. Thank you, God. Uh, and, and these other examples. You take away deterrence uh, and you get Deadwood. I mean to where people will just kill indiscriminately and they, they almost feel like nothing's going to happen. I mean the guy that had a gun – that was a fake gun, but a real knife that came after uh, Chappelle, the comedian, Dave Chappelle. He's got some bogus charges. They, they, won't, even, they won't even make it felonious. So I really do believe that the Democrat philosophy of coddling criminals, catch and release, and not enforcing the laws is creating this incredibly expanded, intense, violent society that we now have. There's no consequences, Peter. And it's sad. Yeah. Uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to end a call on a very unique uh, ending. Uh, I happen to enjoy the uh, movies, for that movie channel that show the old film, film noir yeah. movies. Um, and believe it or not... On one of the picture movies, I forgot the name of it. If I find it, I'll, I'll forward it to you. Okay. At the beginning of the movie, in one of his early screen roles, DeForest Kelly oh. 
Huge fan. Is being escorted to the electric chair. And before he got the electric chair, chair did he say, I'm a doctor, Jim? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. But on the all, all the way through, um, you know, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I swear, I didn't do it. I, I was afraid, you know. And believe it or not, I don't know what. Maybe it's because of the person that I am that makes me, that makes all of us unique in our own way. I was expecting uh, Kirk and Spock to beam down, rescue him, and beam back up to the Enterprise. Oh, I love sadly, it. I love that it. came later in his career. But have a blessed day. Peter, hold on. And- don't don't go. Don't go. Hold on. I'm going to the DeForest Kelly movie credits. What Around what year would you say this movie was? Oh, uh, God. I would say... I, it was, of course, black and white. I would say maybe late 40s, early 50s. All right, hold on. I think people would be surprised. He has 142 acting credits. I think a lot of people would oh, be yes, surprised. Oh, yes, a lot of Western. All right, let me, take a, let me take a shot. You're saying around, did you say, you said the 40s? I said late 40s, early 50s. I'm just taking a okay. Uh, blind shot. So it could not be Town Tamer from 1965, right? No, no, no. Okay, let's no. go. Let me go. I, I got it all. I got everyone he ever okay. did. Uh, let's see. Let me just keep going. Wow. God, his acting credits are immense. Let me just... So I'm going to scroll to the very beginning. Okay. His first role was in a movie called... Uh, a TV series called Public Prosecutor. In 1947, he was in episode one. There was a movie in 1947, Variety Girl. That wouldn't be it. There was a movie in 1947, Beyond Our Own. There was a movie in 1948, Gypsy Holiday. 1948, Cannon City. 1949, Duke of of Chicago. It's really difficult to pin down. I got you. Very short part, you know. Like I said, he was on his way to the electric chair. Could have been, <laughs> could have been, listen, it could have been the 1950 movie, The Men, where he's uncredited. He's got several, yeah, un, just two, possibly. uncredited. All right, Peter, let me get the break in. You, as you would say, have a blessed weekend. I just gave you, I just fed you back your own tagline there. All right, when we come back, oh my gosh, a lot of pressure on you. I'm putting a lot of pressure on you because you are now going to start a topic that I think has great potential. And the the cool thing about it is it won't be about everything that's wrong. I'm asking people to call in and share an excellence in customer service experience that you have had recently. I think this I've never done this topic. I think it could be wonderful, especially with all the negativity. I think it's easier to talk about bad stuff. That's been happening lately. Bad service, bad experiences. Give us a positive customer service experience that you have had recently. And you use that term recently as whatever you want it to be. The last one that you can remember. 609-407-1450. Let's see how this goes when we come back in just a few minutes. This is in the morning wpg talk radio 95.5 fm and 1450 am wpg talk radio 95.5 for complete contest rules visit wpgtalkradio.com
Okay, I know this is going to be great. And the reason I can say that sight unseen is because I know you. We, we've got a 31-year head start here together. So I know you're going to deliver the goods. 609-407-1450. The topic this hour is you discussing an excellent customer service experience that you have had. I think we have the potential to just have a beautiful remainder of this hour where we're not talking about everything stinks and how much everything costs and and everybody's unhappy and everybody's bad to one another and all these very harsh things. I have a great story, but I'm only going to share it if you're not on the phone lines. I'm going to you first. All right, our leadoff hitter on this topic, do you have an excellence in customer service experience that you can share? Yeah, I can share both ways. I work at resorts. You come to resorts, we give it to you the best we can, and the customers give it right back to us. Even with the problems we have going on in this country, everybody has been coming to the casino, I'm telling you, right now, are in an upbeat mode because they're just glad to get out and be at a bat and enjoy the restaurants. And every, I, I just I don't see anybody miserable. It's amazing. It's just we give it, and now get we get it right back in the customer. They say thank you very much. For your hospitality and treating them decent. Too. Well, Thomas, you know I'm over there quite a bit, and and I'm they're my client, and I'm their client, and the events that we have there. Oh my gosh, the staff are so incredible, so service minded. There has been a service culture that's in effect at resorts. It's going to sound gratuitous because they're the official and exclusive casino hotel for the Hurley in the Morning program, but it really is true. You can tell, and it starts with Marchi Antonio, who's a beautiful man and really wants people that come to resorts to have a great experience. And, Tom, I think you'll back me up on this. Resorts is also very, very good to locals. It's not like they're just catering to people that came from somewhere else to come here. There are a lot of locals that enjoy resorts. Yeah, and you know what? It's it's a definite positive. You know why we're small? And people like that personal contact. You're not just a number when you go to these other big places. And we get that feedback a lot from all our customers. And let me tell you, you know, Harry, you've been to our place. We are, you know, at the front door, we gave it the best that we can, you yep. know, even though I'm telling you, not a lot, even though what's going on in the country, I'm, I was shocked yesterday because we have the uh, dance competition coming in. Everybody was pleasant. You know, I, I'm, a, I am shocked. It's so awesome. Tom, I think people, they want to recreate, they want to have fun. They want to get away from all this negativity. It's just, it's too much. So I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear your report, Tom. Yeah, it's awesome. I got no complaints. All right. I'll see you over there soon. Okay. See you, Tom. Have a great weekend. 609-407-1450. See? That's how we're going to do it. But you have to call in. 609-407-1450. Listen, I know that there doesn't appear to be as much excellence in customer service in in recent years as we were accustomed to but it still is there and where it is there i think we should make a real positive example of that actually it's inspiring me to think of an article that i can write about where you can find excellence it exists it's not everywhere but it does exist 609-407-1450 open phone line welcome to hurley in the morning you're on the air Hi, Harry. Um, I think we could all agree that travel has been horrific uh, in the past couple of years. Yes, ma'am. With canceled flights, no cars available, parking lot 
at airports closed. By the way, speaking of no cars available, it hasn't happened to me, but it has happened to friends of mine. You can even have a reservation for your car and you get there and they tell you there's no car because they sold it to somebody else for a higher price. That used to be they held your car. You had a reservation. This is how bad it's getting. Now, I think we're breaking We're bre- the whole point of this is not to talk about that. But do, do you have something excellent in terms of service that you can share? I recently went with another couple. There were four of us, and we went to Hilton Head. And I have to tell you, the stewardess, um, if you're allowed to call them stewardess, I don't even know what they're yeah, calling Yeah, you can. Anymore. Don't worry here. You're, you're good. Flight, American Airlines, it was on time. We landed early both ways. And I have to say, it might have made me realize travel can be back the way it was in the old pre-pandemic. So that... Uh, the, the, the wonderful girl that uh, was on that plane, she was happy. She was kind. There was no, you know, just attitude. It, it, and, and I just appreciated it. And I left that flight and I said, American Airlines all the way. When they're bad, I'm going to tell you they're bad. But when they're good, they got to be told. And she should head all their customer relations because she just, she was just a beautiful person. And that's, you know. Isn't that great? And and you know this. When you fly, if you have a miserable crew, it's really uptight. The flight is uptight. It's not not fun. Or you can have an incredibly fun crew, and then it makes the whole flight go faster and everybody's happy. It makes a difference, doesn't it? It it made me realize we can get back. Yes. If that's how it's going to be, we can get back. Yep. We can. We they got to put a girl, a person, a woman like her in charge of showing everybody how it has to be. Yeah. And, and, and the guy, the pre-caller, the caller before me, he was right. When you act like that and you're good, it makes people be good. Yes. If you act like a jerk, no wonder they're punching each other on flight. So- right. That's another thing we talked about. Notice the violence. I mean, I never remember crazy fights on airplanes. I, I, I asked about two weeks ago, Sue, I asked, what, what is this crazy, what is the crazy fighting that goes on? Why, why, why does this happen? Because it is all part of society right now. And, and attitudes. Yeah. And, and sometimes. I, I think society is a basket case right now. You, you get the reaction from people that you give. And so I saw this beautiful flight. And I'm like, I'm going to behave, and I'm, I'm happy, and she's nice, and yeah. I, I just, I, I just got to tell you, it, it, we can get back. Yep, it, that, that's what makes me think. So. This is an awesome call. Day. Thank you. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you, Sue. Now that's what I wanted. This is what I want. Bring it, please. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. You'll be on right after the break. Please don't go away. It's thirty one minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station, all because of you. And the topic for the remainder of this hour is an excellence in customer service experience that you have had recently. Because we're all having so many bad experiences. Flights canceled, uh, bad service in general, paying so much for everything, bad attitudes that you come across. Uh, people where it used to be that they would give you great service, they, they act like they're doing you a favor. Uh, a lot of lost, you know, stuff here, but it's not all gone. There are examples, 
and again, I'm only sharing mine. If you're not, so if you hear me sharing my example, then you need to be the next caller at 609-407-1450. We'll be back. Your call is next in just a few minutes. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And this is Harry Hurley at 32 minutes past the hour with three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. It's tougher than it looks, and we only make it look this difficult. I promise you it's tougher than it looks. The 20 best chicken wings in Atlantic County. With family and great friends, we assembled a list that I want you to read. Check it out. The NAACP of Atlantic City, read all about it. Not their finest hour. And Millville, New Jersey's Mike Trout is this era's Mickey Mantle. From the Town Square, New Jersey, Info and Weather Network, I'm Chris Coleman for Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Last Saturday, we had a high temperature of 65 degrees. This Saturday, we're going to add 30 to that number. A little patchy fog this morning, otherwise sunshine today with a high of 83, 70s for the beaches. Just a few clouds tonight and 65 tomorrow, sunshine, 95 on the mainland, lower 80s along the coast. More sunshine Sunday, 77 to 87. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Join. Brian Kilmeade is next at 10. Now, back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yes, in this crazy country, this crazy world we live in now where everything is negative, imagine we're spending the better part of nearly an hour, and next hour is also going to be very positive, talking about positive things. I think it's important. You cannot cannot fill every moment of your life with the next person that's shot with the next headline that bleeds and leads and all of this you got to pay attention to it you can't ignore it but uh it's just all negative all the time and it's it i think it's rewiring people and it's made us a much more impatient negative and even violent society i've been look i've been chronicling it for my entire career i've watched it this this didn't happen overnight I watched the behavior and stands at basketball games, uh, parents that went from happy and didn't care who won to, to crazies now that, that have to sign documents to pledge to not be uh, violent. I mean, it's, it's just nuts. But this hour is not about that. It's about a positive customer service experience that you have recently had. And thank you for calling in. You're on the air. Hi, uh, good morning, Harry. How are you doing? Good. Thank you. Uh, Christopher Summers point. Um, so I have three places that come to my mind um, consistently. Um, the one place is uh, the uh, was it the Ocean View Wawa. The gas attendants always friendly, always take the time ask how you're doing. Even though the gas prices are high, they they're always friendly. They're not like sour, like mean or anything like that. They're nice. You know, I, I like mean? that. I like that, Christopher. I like it. Um, then the other one was uh, the if you go to that new Tilton movie theater over in Northfield. Since they took over, Harry, I'll tell you what. Friendly, I mean, the price is a little bit much, but you know what? You're paying for good service because they have a light bulb out. It's replaced the next time you come in. It's not like the previous owners. If there's a hole in the seat, they fix it right away. Uh, they just want an A1 outfit. They're always friendly every time you buy a ticket. You need some of the concessions. Hey, how you doing? What's up? You know, no not, no negativity. Always positive when you go in there. Yeah, I, I believe they're the new standard. I know uh, Danafo and some of the other people involved with that. Really good people. Uh, you've got the Tilton Square. You have the Ventnor Square. You have the... Um, uh, the Cape May uh, properties. I know it's also called Square. I forget the first word before Square. 
uh, and everything is quality. They have some, as you know, they have some very cool self-serve stuff, even the popcorn with your condiments, uh, the sodas, self-serve, and all these things. Very cool technology. Uh, They make the equipment very comfortable, the chairs, everything like that. Uh, It's elegant. Uh, Yeah. That you're you're right about that. That that is what I'm talking about in, in this race to slog to mediocrity. They've gone the opposite direction and they're striving for excellence, which is awesome. Right. And then, and then there's one more last one was the yeah. uh, and this is before, during and after. Every time I've gone to the Olive Garden Maze Landing, I'll tell you what, Harry, the wait staff is always friendly. The manager comes over and says, Is there anything you need? Hey, I need my water refilled, no problem, we'll bring it to you right away. Never had a problem there. I always had a good experience every time I went to that restaurant. I want to make sure that what got cut in there. I'm glad you mentioned it. I totally concur. We're, our family, all of us, the parents, the children, everybody, my grandson, huge fans. Obviously, the sal- unlimited salad and bread, some of the best bread you'll ever have. They're just, In fact, we, we ordered for delivery, and they left the bread out. And I was like, oh, my God, it was so unpopular that the bread wasn't there. And they sent some certificate to make up for it. I mean, they're just... Everything you just said is absolutely true, and it reminds me we need to go back to the Olive Garden soon. Thank you for a great call, Christopher. 609-407-1450. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. What is your excellence in customer service experience? Well, Harry, uh, we've gone for years to a great hotel on Kiowa Island, South Carolina, called The Sanctuary. and You check in. You don't really check in, but it's a private island. So there's a guard house, right? You get your parking pass. You pull up, when you pull up to the hotel, the, the parking valet, the bellman, they know your name. Okay. Cause the, the guards, you know, guard, guard house, they apparently, you know, tell them who you are and you're always addressed by your last name, whether or not it's, it's the, the check-in people, the waitresses, the waiters, uh, a grand hotel, uh, opened in 2003 uh it has the patina the feel of a grand old hotel and and it's rated one of the top three hotels in the country i mean just it's just a beautiful beautiful place and and it's very affordable if you go there in the off season now we go there end of november early december i'm just gonna say something just outlandish is it five diamond five star rated sounds like it five five old yeah, it's beautiful. Everything you're saying is what we used to do at the Golden Nugget, what we used to do at the Trump Castle. Every customer was Mr. or Mrs. Progner. You never said first names. If you got to know someone, you know, you know how that repeat business you have it, you and Cindy all the time. And then you have people who become friends. So it'd be, it'd be absurd if you called me and Margie Mr. and Mrs. Hurley. But once you become friends, we would call people on first name. But it was always last name. And do you agree with me? You're in the hospitality business uh, for a lifetime. That excellence in customer service is almost like on siesta. It's like taking a break. It's gone. In many ways, it is. It's, it's really unfortunate, and it, it really differentiates a, a, an excellent world-class operation from something that's that's all too average and mediocre. And, and you know, it's, <laughs> you know, Harry, it, it, we, we're just losing that. I mean, you figure when you're on the phone, you have an issue with a utility. Uh, yeah, I, I can just go on and on. You know, you've got 
you got to go through all these different prompts. To well, get and you dread, you actually dread the whole situation. I mean, I, I paid my, I pay everything electronically. I'm sure you do too. Um, and if you ever have to speak to anyone, you know, it's going to be absolutely horrible. I mean, I paid my bill. It was $574. That was my cable bill. Now that, that has a lot of things in it that has our Wi-Fi. Uh, I will confess we had some people that enjoyed some paper, you know, view movies and things. And they're like 20 some dollars at a pop. So they, they add up quick, but 574 hours. And I don't want to talk to anybody, Bob, because I know it's going to be a hassle. Oh, oh, uh, with the cable companies, Harry, uh, <laughs> you, you go through so many iterations, hit the prompt, prompt three, and then, then you get sent to somewhere else. And I, and I'm just going to say it not, not to be off putting, but most oftentimes these are ultimately phone banks that are in another country, and you cannot even understand the person you're speaking with. No, that, that was my next sentence, Harry. You, you, you just... You, 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 I know, I ripped, I ripped it right from your mind. We've hung out with each other too long. No. Well, it, it's per, it, I think they, the, these, these big corporations do that on purpose, so, so you, you just ultimately give up. I, I have done it. I have done it before where it involves so much time that you have to have respect for your own time where you say, wait a minute now, I just paid for this. They can't afford me. They can't, you know, they can't afford to pay me what I make an hour. So I got to go. I can't stay with this. It's not worth the time. And I agree with you. I think they actually, it's, it's a plan obsolescence in, in the digital space of just wearing you down to where you just give up. Like, I'll give you an example. I did a, I paid for a service that was supposed to give me Wi-Fi. The, it didn't work. I was, it was in real time. So I explained to a person, look, I don't have the Wi-Fi, no big deal. Just credit my credit card. Because it wasn't that expensive, but it wasn't ridiculously cheap either. And this was going to give me uh, the ability to do some work for a couple of hours. So I thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to pay for this Wi-Fi. I'm going to do it. And it didn't work. So they told me, oh, no, no, you'll get a thing in the email that will ask you how your experience was, and then you ask for a refund there. I did get a thing in email, but it only thanked me for purchasing the Wi-Fi. It gave me no way to get a credit. Now, you think I'm going to go on hold for an hour, deal with four transfers, and, and all this to get back 25 bucks or something? It's just so they know. They can beat you like that, and and I'm I'm convinced oh. that's a plan. That's an operational plan that they have. Wear down the customer. Now, of course, that's the opposite of what we're supposed to be doing right now. No, no, it's, it's just terrible. Yeah, it is. You know, I, I I had a I had a I had a phone that didn't work in, in Florida, and it, it it took me months to get this resolved. I mean, not weeks, months, and, <laughs> and of continual calling, and it just. That's terrible. You should be able to just walk into a store or over the phone. They overnight you a new phone, and they tell you the SIM card's good. Put the new SIM card in. It just it, Things could be so different. All right, Bob, I got to run to the break. Have a great weekend. All the best, and we'll see you and talk to you soon. More of your calls coming up right after the break uh, at 609-407-1450. You'll be next on the Hurley in the Morning program, 609-407-1450. And Don Hurley joining us for a mental health break, and you're going to love it. We're going to be talking about music. We're going to be talking about incredible entertainment that's coming to Ocean City this summer. I, I know this. The Ocean City Music Pier Concert Series 
they are delivering the finest lineup in history for this venue in one summer. And they just added Kevin and Michael Bacon, the Bacon brothers, who Tom Cantone introduced me and my family to when they first uh, came out with their first uh, album, Faro Soco, which was just a phenomenal crossover blend of folk and rock and just fantastic soul. It's just amazing. Uh, Michael Bacon is, he's as good as James Taylor. And Kevin Bacon is phenomenal. Phenomenal. And very humble, by the way. Both of them are. We'll be back. Your calls continue next. This is Early in the Morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me today at 3, but now back to Hurley in the Morning right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. Thank you, Sean Hannity. This is cruel and unusual. Every single line is lit. We only have five minutes. And ladies and gentlemen, she never asks to come on the program. I, I can't remember the last time that Margie actually asked, can I come on? Can I call in? And this is my bride of 41 years. So, yes, uh, she will. We will put her on with apologies to everybody else. Margie, welcome to Hurley in the Morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, good morning, Harry. Good morning, everybody. I just wanted to, uh, I'll be really quick about it. Yeah. I had the opportunity to eat at Water Dog at Bally's for lunch on the 17th of May. Um, right around lunchtime, and I had the most exemplary service by a, a gentleman. His name was Willie. He's been working in the industry in Atlantic City for over 40 years because we, you know, we made a point to ask him, and he said he's been at, you know, buffet and, and things like that. He and his team member um, gave us the, the, I mean, the most fun I've had at lunch since Alan Angeloni didn't have lunch anymore. Um, because we love going there for, for lunch, but, um, it was just fun and upbeat. It was funny, but not, um, you know, not in, he didn't like interject himself where he, you know, where it wasn't supposed to be, but he played off of every single person, made our large party feel special, every single person. And so much so that I called over there and I, and I just said, um, you know, that he should be in a commercial for Atlantic city because this, these are the kind of, of, of people that we have that have worked in this city for a long time that love to work, that love to wait on customers that have great customer service. And I know that you've said it over the years. If you work in Atlantic city, you can virtually work anywhere, but I just wanted to take uh, 30 seconds and thank uh, the water dog at Bally's and thank Willie so very much for making, um, you know, which was just a, like a regular lunch, like a, a a super exceptional lunch experience, and everybody should get a chance to get over there um, and and have that kind of experience with him. So thanks, honey. Thank you, and thank you for being my wife. I love you too. Bye thank bye. you for being my husband. Thank bye, you. babe. Love you too. Oh boy, that was fun. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Hi, Harry. Um, Vicky from Ocean City. Hi. And I want to commend um, Officer Dotto from the Ocean City Police Department. Um, somebody's fishing for my home, and I got a notice that um, they took out a mortgage on my home. Then my home was sold. But what did me in was I got a welcome to the neighborhood from Ace Hardware in this woman's name. 
and I got scared, and I called them, and he came over, and by the time he was done, I wasn't afraid anymore. Wow. Vicki, that's awesome. And thank you, Officer Dotto. Hope you're listening yes. or somebody that knows. Uh, say and that one, the shout-out happened. Thing, yeah, yeah, go. I get excellent service every day from 6 a.m. to 10.06 by you. Oh, Vicki, that is awesome. Have a great weekend. Take care. Ah, oh, what a beautiful... What? I knew this topic was going to be great. You're going to end it. Go. Hi, Harry. How are you? Good. Um, I just want to say that um, I agree with your wife 100%. And the kid was extremely important by calling the business and acknowledging the service that, um, her, you know, her waiter gave her. I think that was really important. And I think more of us need to do that. But... I also think that... By the way, um, I write nice notes about our server on the check because I know that a manager is looking at those checks. That's something to consider doing. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, I'm in the service business. You know, I'm a hairdresser, and I'm also president of Ocean City Upper Township Rotary. So I know that we do... You know, there's plenty of good out there that people do. But um, we went. We had a meeting uh, last week at Uncle uh, Bill's in... Um, uh, Ocean City, yep. and we had about, I don't know, 23 people, and we were supposed to be on the books, but we were not. Let me do this. I've got to jump, and we have a whole nother hour planned. I owe you more time next time. I know this is Mrs. S. Uh, I just don't have time to finish the conversation. There's no no comfortable way to make the break, but we're at the end of the hour. To be continued. You did it, ladies and gentlemen. It was awesome. Atlantic City, WENJHD3, Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you very much. Six minutes past the hour. We on the Hurley in the Morning program believe that official mental health breaks are essential, especially in these impossibly challenging times. Every time you think it can't get any worse, it's just, it's incredible. And I promise you, if people weren't lying to the pollsters, uh, the, the approval ratings of our leader would even be lower than the 30-some percentile. But all that will be here the next time we reconvene. So this is a scheduled mental health break. We're going to talk music, memories, other positive things. Specifically, I want to address the amazing summer concert series at the Ocean City Music Pier. When I first saw the lineup, and they've been adding to it. For example, Kevin and Michael Bacon. The Bacon brothers have just been added to an already stellar lineup. Uh, I just thought this would be a really happy, positive thing to talk about with someone who I happen to like a lot. Uh, and he is a musical expert. I love music and I love to talk about it, but I, I would call myself a tremendous slouch in the music sort of knowledge. Don is an expert. He's hosted multiple radio programs uh, on the topic and uh, really just has a great deal of knowledge about music and all of this. And he joins us now. Don, welcome to Mental Health Break. 
Well, good morning, Harry. Pleasure to be with you and your listeners always. And it's so great to hear from the great Margie Hurley, Harry. How about, Very how about those lobster rolls from Water Dog? Oh, okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> Steve Marshall, thank you. Uh, okay, <laughs> let me turn the microphone over to you. Give us your assessment of summer 2022, the Ocean City Music Pier Concert Series, summer concert series. Uh, it's just a great year, Harry. You know, I've, I've become friends with uh, Bob Rose, who has his own entertainment production company, and he's in conjunction with, uh, there's BRE Entertainment, which some people confuse. It's funny, he's Bob Rose, and then there's BRE, which I used to think meant Bob Rose Entertainment, but it's not. It's another production company. And then, of course, all the great people at the Ocean City Music Pier itself and Ocean City's uh, people involved and all that and they they put together i think it's the best year ever harry it really begins it begins on uh monday june 20th actually it already has begun because they did a teaser uh just a few weeks ago with the final tour of janice ian if everybody remembers you know the folk singer back from the late 60s early 70s janice ian just just say 17 and i think a lot of people will remember yeah she had great songs at 17 of course and she had that huge album uh, between the lines, Harry, which was the album of the year that year. And so she came in with a bang. And uh, so it's her farewell tour. And, and the people in Ocean City had a real treat because uh, they had uh, a trifecta of talent where she's touring with Livingston Taylor, Harry, of course, you know well, and is the brother of James Taylor. And he's he's so great himself, you know. And I guess when you have like a really famous brother, you know, people know James Taylor, but Livingston's been out there for the last 50 years as well. And he was sensational. And for very select shows, they bring in Tom Chapin, who was Harry Chapin's brother. If you remember Cats in the Cradle, Harry? Yep. And uh, it was just great. So that was sort of a teaser to kick off the season back a few weeks ago in May. And many don't know, Don, Tom sang his brother's song. He did, yeah. yeah. In fact, I, I think I put a, I took a clip of it. I think I, if anybody wants to see it, I put it on, on my Facebook page. Uh, it's Tom Chapin paying tribute to his brother Harry, and he does a beautiful job, you know, guitar and, and vocals. He's so talented himself, you know, and, and so that was a great great kickoff. It was, I got to tell you, it was a stormy night, Harry. It was when all those winds first, remember it was windy for about a week. I think you were gone for most of it, but... I mean, it was just torrential. and uh, Yeah, we were actually, the night you were at that show, we were not here. Uh, and uh, But I kept, kept you know, tabs on it, and it was pretty amazing. I guess a, a perfect uh, Saturday to, to remove uh, Fish Head's, you know, food truck from Garner's Basin. But we won't go there. This is mental health break. Yeah, you had a nor'easter. I mean, it, it, was, it was heavy duty. Uh, I have to tell you, I enjoy Livingston Taylor as much as James Taylor. I do too, Harry, you know, and I think anybody that, you know, if, if you ever gave him a listen, I mean, his, he's got a bunch of albums. He, he plays live all the time and he plays this region quite a bit. You know, he's, he's a pilot, Harry. So I talked to him about, it was funny, I guess it's, it's gotta be about 10 years ago, but we took, um, Kristen, your daughter, Kristen was with us. Uh, I think Margie was there too, but definitely Kristen. And, uh, you know, we talked to Livingston Taylor after the show and, and, uh, he, he flew himself in. He's a pilot flew in from Massachusetts and there's that little airport in Ocean City near the uh near that golf course. Yep. And he, he just the delightful flight he said he took over and, and they shoveled him right to the pier. And uh just he's a great just a great individual. He's a wonderful professor. By, by the way, think how cool that is for him. He he can fly himself in, land in Ocean City and get zipped over and then taken back. I mean it's a perfect gig. 
And I think, and I, I stepped on it a little bit, I'll give you a chance to expand on that. I think a lot of people listening don't know that in addition to being a world-class singer, he's a professor. Oh, yeah, he's a professor of, of music and teaches uh, several places, including Berkeley College and uh, just a really interesting fellow. And, you know, he's one of those guys, Harry. He reminds me of, you know, our great friend Tony Orlando. He appreciates an audience like almost nobody you ever see in entertainment. I mean, I, you know, they all appreciate it to some level, but you know, some people like Tony Orlando just have a way of, they let you in and you know that they really, uh, and appreciate you more than you can imagine, you know? Uh, well, when you think about it, they don't all do it. And some of them are, are, are not even nice. Uh, but they should all be like that because they have the privilege of doing what they love to do and make a living that's oh you yeah. have a lot to be thankful for yeah and that it's good people that work hard you know for their money and and put it up to to see their shows you know so the, the ones that remember it you know they stay around and, and uh they have an appreciation i remember you know harry christopher reeve you know the, the great actor he uh of course was superman and did so much more and somewhere in time harry i think one of the great performances ever he was so great yep. he and jane seymour but he was such a great actor but he loved stage work you know and so he was so thrilled he was in uh uh broadway and his college professor was going to come to his show and he said i'm gonna really i'm gonna put this show on tonight so he does a great show and i forget the play itself but uh when it was over he brought his professor backstage and he said well what did you think he says it was terrible and so Christopher Reeves says, terrible. It's the, it's the greatest performance I've ever given in my whole life. I knew you were in the audience. He goes, no, no, the performance was great. He said, but you didn't appreciate your audience. Your bow was terrible. Aww. You have to let people know how much you appreciate the fact they were there. So for that, it was terrible. Don't ever let that happen again. Wow. And so that people can really learn from things like that. Well, look, I mean, that's, you know? that's one of those very basic but overlooked things that many people fail on is people appreciate being appreciated. Sure they do. And whether, you know, I mean, nobody needs an engraved uh, appreciation card, but, you know, if someone does something nice for you, you know, call them the next day, you know, let them know how much you appreciated it. You know, they're little things, I'll tell you, but they, they go a long way. And so that is big in the entertainment business because I know myself, if I see an artist that they, they have talent, but they have no appreciation for the audience, that doesn't work for me. I, yeah. You know, I, I don't like it. I can listen to a record. You know, it's true. You also have to bring. You have to bring good news. Uh, you can't always be sharing bad news. There's, there's, there's. A, there's I'll just call it like a defect. There's a defect there with people that are all negative all the time. If you, you, if you bring good, then if you ever have to address something that either something that needs improvement or whatever, it's very, it's very easy to do because there's, there's a balance of you know a record there uh where and i think everybody out there has dealt with with people that are just hyper negative and anything that's good is completely unmentioned overlooked and everything that's negative is highlighted and exploited and it's it's a it's a problem it's a problem i, I and it's it's a problem with the individual that that behaves like that this way what i did when i was in management uh was i gave a lot of praise so that if ever there was a shortcoming it would be very well received and we could have good moments of coaching and things because it's like, hey, this, this guy doesn't just hammer me all the time. And, and every good thing I do is not even acknowledged. It's very important that, that, that his teacher, I agree. even though he was um, such a veteran, 
his teacher from when he was younger gave him, and I'll bet you, there, there are certain people that can have breakthroughs with you where if the wrong person says it to you, you either get offended by it or it, it doesn't break through and you don't react and you don't change and you don't, you don't do anything with it. But I'm sure that's something because he, he worked his heart out and did an amazing performance, but he fell short in an area where his, in his younger days, his teacher saw him miss and coached him even at this stage of his life. I, I thought that was a good story that you shared. Oh yeah, it's in the book too. If you if you want to read a good book, he Christopher Reeve, you know, while he was injured, of course, he wrote a book called Still Me. You know, he finally realized that because he thought it was all over, and uh, it was actually his wife that said, "Listen, you're still you. You know, like stop with all this. You know, the fact that you can't walk anymore and you can't do some of the things that you used to do, you're still you." So he wrote the book called Still Me. Yeah, and I'm still here. You know, and he really did some great things, Harry. You know. Oh, he became such a motivational speaker. And if you notice, and you and I followed him post-equestrian accident, and he gave such amazingly positive speeches to uplift people. I think he, what he did was, because if you go into a room, the whole room's sitting there and you're up on the stage and you're in a wheelchair and, you know, you can't move hardly anything. His his injury was particularly cruel. Like if you're someone that is paralyzed from the waist down, it's still terrible, but you have trunk motion, you're not on a ventilator, uh, you, you, you can move your hands, you can, you, you can really, well, I'll give you an example. The governor of Texas, Governor Abbott, uh, he had an accident. Actually, part of a tree fell on him. Uh, if people don't know, that's how he got paralyzed. A lot of people don't know Charles Krauthammer had a um, a diving accident, and and he was paralyzed. But he was able to use, you know, at least one of his arms and hands pretty good. He had a bad paralysis, not as bad as Christopher Reeve, but pretty bad. But then you have people like Governor Abbott. Sometimes you forget. Because if he's sitting at a table, he's in his wheelchair, but he's at the table. I mean, you don't even know that there's any any issue there. So Christopher Reeve had a way of making the audience very comfortable. Like, hey, don't feel sorry for me. I, I'm, I am positive. You know, I, I am getting a lot of things done. And that chapter of his life was not a waste. He got a lot done. No. Yeah. So he, he's just, I'll tell you, I, I always love the guy and, you know, it, it, you see it when it, in adversity, sometimes people's greatest moments, they come through, and that's certainly true with him. He Don, let, let, let's get our first break in. We're going to come right back. It's 19 minutes past the hour. It's a mental health break on the Hurley in the Morning program, uh, all positive, no negative. And, Don, when we come back, go over the lineup because you know something special is coming where I'm going to break curfew. I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a school night, which I, I almost never do. I just, you know, when you wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning – uh, going out at night is, is not, it's not very, uh, it doesn't, doesn't go well with that, but I'm breaking my own rule because of one of the acts that Don is going to talk about when we come back. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll bring up some other things as well, but we're going to go over the list of the incredible. It's one after the other, after the other, I mean, big names, really exciting stuff. Then I thought they're, now they've got the Bacon Brothers coming, Kevin and Michael Bacon, who we love. Tom Cantone introduced the Bacon Brothers to the world, and we were there, and it was amazing. Their work is incredible. They love it. Kevin Bacon, see if you agree with this, Don. Kevin Bacon loves being a musician and a singer more than he loves being an A-list actor.
You tell me when we come back if that's true or false. I think I know the answer. And I've interviewed him and you have interviewed him. And, and, and by the way, let's get into the story about their dad, uh, their, their phenomenal dad who created basically the whole entire Philadelphia transportation layout. I mean, just a genius. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't go away. It's early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Sean Hannity. These radical policies, this radical agenda, this climate alarmist religious cult. And when I mean cult, it is a cult rather than solve the problem, which is to produce more energy of which we have an abundance of. They don't care. Their their ideology trumps your suffering. Sean Hannity, weekday afternoons at 3 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. This is Hurley in the Morning. Ah, Harry Hurley. That is a great name. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and WPGTalkRadio.com. All right, let's see if Don can answer the question that I posed right before the break. Kevin Bacon, who everybody knows, Hollow Man, uh, even uh, uh, Animal House, one of his early credits, and so many, so many phenomenal movies. Does Kevin Bacon... If he had to pick one, or which one do you think he likes or loves the most? Is it music or is it acting? Boy, that's tough, Harry. You know, because I did ask the question. I'm trying to remember the, the answer because it was long. Um, the, the answer was actually both. It, I did, it, it, to, just to take it a little bit different direction, I asked him if the acting does it uh, do they tr- translate to each other? Does one bleed over to the other? Does it, the acting make him a better performer on stage as a as a singer? Because you got to remember, and this I do recall vividly. He said, "Look, you know when I'm doing these roles, because I, I said, you know, Kevin Bacon isn't Hollow Man, but when you're out there, you know, before two thousand people playing your songs that you wrote with your brother live, that's you." And he said, "That's true." He said, "But you know, he says it's a really good question. The acting." really does help because it lets me present things in a way that I probably probably wouldn't be able to. Well, it would it, w- it would it would stand to reason that it it would significantly help his stage presence. Sure. Sure it does. And um so yeah, he he said both he's got to do both of them. It's kind of like Tony Bennett Harry. You know, we've interviewed him many times. He has to sing and he has to paint and he has to do them every day. Uh, that's what he does. And I suspect he's still doing it because, you know, the, there's those certain instincts that keep going. And um, so that, you know, the, it's it's great. You know, and you know what I find? The more people that I interview through the years, they're all so multi-talented. You know, when people, you know, they, they'll see someone they know as an actor, uh, you know, uh, well, let's do, in reverse. Donny Osmond, great singer his whole life since he was three years old. And people saw him on Dancing with the Stars so he was doing a show in Vegas. He runs up to him and says, "Wow, Mr. Osmond, I didn't know you sing too." You know, he he knew him as a dancer. That's great. You know? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, we're going to start the lineup. We're not going to be able to finish it in this segment, uh, but we have we have three, four, five minutes uh, in this segment. Let's go through some of the entertainment. Is the next um, act that's coming to the Ocean Pier or the uh, Music Pier in Ocean City? Is it the June 20th engagement that we're going to? Yes, and that is, uh, it was 50 years ago today, which is going to be a, a great celebration of the Beatles. 
Rubber Soul and Revolver albums. And listen to this lineup, Harry, for your listeners that don't know, but it it is uh, Denny Lane from the Moody Blues and Paul McCartney's Wings, of course. Uh, Joey Mullen from Badfinger, the sole surviving member of the real Badfinger. There's two groups out there. This is He's the real guy. Uh, Jason Sheff from Chicago, of course. We've talked a lot about him. He's, he's, he's on- he, I love him all, Don, but he's why I'm going out. You know I'm a huge Jason Chef fan to go out on a work night. And he's so important to the show, Harry, because let's face it now, you know, Jason Chef, he's in peak form still. And, you know, some of these guys, Harry, you're talking about. And now also I forgot to mention Christopher Cross, yeah. who's singing as great as ever with everything he's been through. Harry he almost died from COVID. He almost got paralyzed from yeah. COVID. Yeah. Uh, hey, Don, go back. Th- yeah, there, there, there's, there's no question. And I've enjoyed some of the video and audio that you have sent me about Christopher. And I'm just such a huge fan of his as well. But on the point that you're making about Jason Chef, I think it's so important because anybody that's ever been in a similar situation where you are dealing with legends, but they are legends later in life. So they're not the same singer that they were decades ago. Jason said what Jason, see if you agree with this statement, dignity, respect. He has shown reverence to these other icons. And yet he also has to work a little harder and overtime and, and help. And you know what I'm saying here? but not make it look like that's happening. And then, he, and then he has shown so much respect for the legends. I think he has the perfect outlook for an entertainer that has respect for people that have come before him that are still performing today. Yeah, well, you got Harry. You have to know his pedigree, of course. Jason Sheff, the son of Jerry Sheff, who was Elvis's uh, bass player. Harry, he sang the high notes and played the low bass notes. It's really an extraordinary thing that they do. You know, think about it, the highest tenor note, and they're playing the lowest bass note. That's yeah. what they're doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Peter Cetera did it. Jason Sheff does it. Uh, well, Jason's father, Jerry Sheff, it, it, you know, he was so great that Elvis picked him to be his, his bass player and uh, toured the world. Well, not the world. He should have toured the world. That's another story of another day. Elvis did tour the world for other reasons, but uh, played with Elvis all through those years. And, uh, in fact, Jason wrote a song many years ago. Chicago did release it. And it was called Bigger Than Elvis because to him, he was in the, a little boy in the crowd. His father was the star of the show, not Elvis. You yeah. know? So his father was bigger, to, bigger than Elvis to him. I like that. And what a player you know, Jerry Sheff was. And, uh, what so do, you, what do you think it is? It's not just post-pandemic. What do you think it is, Jason Sheff, post-Chicago, what's going on right now where he is connecting like never before with his fans – he has taken to the digital platform and does a lot of really cool vignettes and updates. Uh, I listened to him perform uh, some Chicago classic stuff. My goodness, he sounds he sounds as good as the first time I saw him in the 1980s. And for those who don't know, Jason Sheff was the uh, the lead singer and the bass player for Chicago, and especially on all the ballads, and and could do all the um, David Foster, Peter Cetera stuff. I mean, they didn't – actually, Chicago did not skip a beat after Peter Cetera left. And let me have you comment on that right before the break. And that's saying a lot because Peter Cetera's greatness cannot be challenged. And yet Chicago did not miss a beat when they went from Peter Cetera to Jason Sheff. Well, and imagine, Harry, this guy was 23 years old. Can you imagine? He does an audition and walks in, and he just was very confident. He loved Chicago. He knew their legacy. and. 
he thought he could do it, you know, 23-year-old kid. And he comes in and they said, what are you going to do? He said, just just play just you and me. He said, I'm going to sing for you. And wins, wins the gig here. And, and then I think it was Robert Lamb said, and, and he plays the bass too? I mean, they hit the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> Let, so, let's get the break yeah, in. Hold on. Just, yeah. Hey, okay, right there. We're going to take a brief time out. It's early in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5. South Jersey's number one talk station, all because of you and we know it. Our mental health break hour already going phenomenally well, and it's only halftime. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 39 minutes past the hour. Brothers Hurley uh, conducting a mental health break. Much needed because there's a lot of crazy out there right now. Believe me. I'm, I'm In my next life when I'm a life coach, I'm telling you, I'm certified to tell you how much crazy we have surrounding us everywhere. It's just beyond beyond comprehension. All right, Zadon, I had to attend to something during the break, so I lost my concentration. What what were we coming That's back? Okay. Yeah, what were we coming back to? Well, after I'll tell you the break? where we were. Yeah, we're we're on that first date in Ocean City, which is Monday, ah, June. Ah, yes, Jason Chef, do tell. It's 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 actually the second date because Bob Rose and all the good folks in, in Ocean City. Uh, teased everybody with that great uh, beginner in early May with Janice Ian, of course, and Livingston Taylor and Tom Chapin. But this will be Monday, June 20th at the Music Pier. It's just one of the great venues for music. And to see a show like this, Harry, it was 50 years ago today with world-class players. Some of the, you know, the, the, these are soundtracks for your life type of players. Yeah. Hey, you know, one of the last shows that I personally, because I, I miss out on some things that I wish I would go to, but my job gets in the way. Uh, but one of the last shows I remember being at the Ocean City Music Pier was the Bacon Brothers, and and they were oh, yeah. fantastic. Well, you know, any chance to see them, and and what's so great is they were just recently added. We're going to get to them down the road uh, later in August. But the Bacon Brothers will be in. This will be a Tuesday, by the way, Tuesday, August second. Little, little deviation from the normal Monday nights. Uh, there are a couple, I think. Of uh, Dave Mason, I think is is on a Tuesday, but we're going to get to him also. But just some of the great entertainment. But a- any chance. You know, but let me start again with this June 20th because Bob Rose just recently wrote, I think, as early as this morning, that there's only a few tickets left. It's almost sold out for June 20th, uh, and and that great show with Jason Sheff and Denny Lane and Christopher Cross. I mean, and, and you, you know, know, from the beginning, I said to you, how can that not be a sellout? I mean, look at this opportunity. This is phenomenal. They're going to be doing the Beatles stuff from the two albums that you mentioned, and they're going to do their own stuff as well. And it's going to be great, Harry. I was lucky to see this show kick off when they first kicked off this tour, which is continuing throughout this summer at, um, uh, I'm trying to remember if it was Hard Rock or Rebel. I believe it was Rebel, Harry, or now uh, Ocean, Ocean Casino. And it was just sensational. I mean, the the, the visual aspect of it, uh, they, they'll play uh, these great uh, classic songs from Rubber Soul and Revolver, and then each takes a segment and plays, you know, their own hits that they're so famous for. So it's, you talk, it's, it's a long show. It's one of those great two and a half hour shows. What time does it start? Uh, I think they start eight o'clock, Harry. I don't have that. I'm going to be in rare form uh, after that. So if it starts at eight and it's two and a half hours, which I love, I, I don't mind. I love long movies and I love long concerts. Paul McCartney did two and a half hours. Nobody complained. Uh, but that for me, that's 1030. You know, I get home by 11 if I'm lucky, maybe a little bit later than that. 
uh, you can't fall asleep. I'm not a robot, so I can't fall asleep in, in one second. So if I'm lucky, I'll get to sleep by like 1130 and I'll be up at two. So that's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, this show's worth it. And Harry, wait, you, you'll see how great Jason Sheff is. I mean, I know you've seen him live with Chicago. but Well, you, well, you know, I, I, I'm, I, am, uh, I don't know how to put this. Am I living vicariously? I don't know what to call it. But he shows up on my feed with great regularity. And actually, we've had some some conversations with each other a little bit. Uh, so I see everything he puts up. I'm, I've watched the new promo that they put together, which is incredible. I'll tell you what I'm excited about. I'm excited about June 20th. Don't get me wrong. But I've got to go. Even if I have to fly, I've got to go to Chicago Nights with Jason Sheff. I've got to be there. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. And oh. we should, I would say we should get him on the show before June 20th and talk about it. You know, he has so much going on, Harry. He's got a band called Generation Well, well here, here's what I want to do. Um, for next Friday, and if it has, let, um, let's see. Yeah, we have time. We're also going to do an hour on a Friday with me, you, and Tunes, Michael and Tunes from Eddie and the Cruisers. So let's let's get that scheduled and let's get Jason Chef on. Yeah, let's do it. I'll, I'll take care. I'll get him on there. I'll yeah, take care you, of so it. So you you can schedule any Friday nine o'clock hour. So just book it and let me know. All right. All right. Let me get the last break in. The time is yours when we come back. I know we've got a lot to still go over. One uh, uninterrupted segment when we come back with Brother Don Hurley. I am respectfully yours. Hurley in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. WPGG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thanks very much. Our mental health break continues at 48 minutes past the hour. Early in the morning with Brother Don Hurley talking about uh, music, memories, the upcoming Ocean City Music Pier summer concert series, which you're going to hear, I promise, in the segment is just over the top in terms of the legends that are coming right here uh, to Ocean City. I mean, if you're an Atlanta County resident, it's right over the bridge. Ocean City always feels like Atlanta County to me, not Cape May County. But it's right there over the bridge. And uh, it's just a, it's been a growing series that has just gotten better and better. And the neat thing is the attendance, Don, appears to be there. And that's the magic. If you can fill the seats, they'll keep bringing the entertainment. Oh, that is the key, Harry. You know, and you know what it is too. When people work hard, like Bob Rose, all the people at BRE uh, Productions and Ocean City work so hard at it. Their, you know, their entertainment department. You, you got to support them. So, you know, to me, it's easy. It, you, where are you going to see world class entertainment this close, right in Ocean City, at a beautiful venue like that? Um, and and people have, like I said, Harry. For instance, this show uh, for Monday, June twentieth, with the the Beatles uh, show. There's only a few tickets left, so that's that's nearly a sold out already. Then uh, fast forward a week, and uh, you know people in this region have gotten to know Get the Lead Out, Harry, one of the great, maybe the greatest Led Zeppelin show out there, you know, uh, in the tribute sense, and better than a tribute. That's not even a good enough word for them. They're so good. That's Monday, June 27th with Get the Lead Out. Uh, they played all over all the casinos and everywhere. And here's a great one, Harry. I've always loved this guy, um, Dave Mason. 
This is Tuesday, June 28th, the following week. So right at the end of June on a Tuesday night this time. Dave Mason, if you remember from Traffic, Harry, remember Steve Winwood? They were so great. You know, Hall of Fame band. Dave Mason, uh, so great himself. He had, you know, some hits on his own. Remember remember the song We Just Disagree, Harry, back in the 70s? Yeah, that I could, I could, I could break into song, but it would be, it would sound terrible. But I do remember the song well. Yes. <laughs> so that'll be a great show for the the end of June. Dave Mason's a, just a great player singer. Uh, then follow that up uh, in in July on uh, Monday, July 11th with Killer Queen. Harry, they oh. they've been around a while. They've they've got a guy named Patrick Myers. He he's up there in the Mark Martell stratosphere so how would you this is tough how would you compare mark martell and the ultimate queen celebration with killer queen well that's a good question they're they're both great you know now mark martell you know even if you look at like the the historians they put his voice up on the screen at freddy's and he's it's incredible he's he's right there i mean it's when you look at the levels how they match it's extraordinary in fact so and that's why he made it into the movie they mixed his voice into the movie with rami malik he's he's that good yes. yeah he's that good so here's 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 where i gotta put it uh patrick myers as the performer he's got freddie nailed and uh, Mark Martell as the singer, he's got Freddie's voice, you know. So, in other words, if you took, if you Brundleflied them, for those that know the movie with Jeff Goldblum, The Fly, uh, Gina Davis, and, and uh, great, great cast, by the way, uh, if you if you if you morph them, it would it would be the perfect specimen, right? Yeah, that would be the reincarnation of Freddie Mercury for real. I mean, wow. it, would, it would be spooky. It would be so so wild because uh, Patrick looks like him, you know. Where Mark really doesn't look like him, he sounds like him, you know, and yeah. so great. But then have, follow that up a week later, July 18th, one of my favorites of all time. I've, I've been so lucky to interview him many times, and that's Gordon Lightfoot, mm. the great Canadian folk singer, wow. legend. I mean, this guy, Harry's 82 years old. I think he'll be 83 by the time he gets to Ocean City and is still playing great, singing great. And, you know, take opportunities like that because, you know, how long how long do you get a chance to see Paul McCartney out there? He'll be 80 by the time uh, June rolls around. Uh, Gordon Lightfoot at 82 years old, still out there. Hey, by the way, is Paul McCartney born on our birthday? I think he was born the day before, Harry. Paul okay. McCartney was born on June 18th. Okay, got it. And so uh, follow that up. Now, here, here's a great show. And I'm not sure you want to check availability because this Happy Together tour, Harry, everywhere it goes, it's just, you know, it's, it's like 10 shows in one. Wow. Uh, you know, you got the Turtles. They started this many years ago with the Monkees, Harry, believe it or not. This Happy Together tour goes back to 1986 uh, when the Monkees did their 20th anniversary. They wrapped this whole Happy Together tour around the Monkees. 20th anniversary but and many of them are there's a lot of the same acts still you've got the uh the turtles and they'll be fronted now by ron dante our friend harry from the archies wow you remember sugar sugar and all that yeah but he'll be doing the really high notes for uh the turtles uh gary puckett you've got buckingham's carl g marisi and the, the great buckingham's from chicago uh, uh the cow harry and i used to always tell people if John Caffrey and the Beaver Brown Band are on the bill. Eat your Wheaties because <laughs> they'll steal the show every time. <laughs> and here are the Cowsills, Harry. These these guys are they're so great. Still, this is now a trio with 
with uh, Bob Calsill doing his, his 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 brother's old parts, Harry, to perfection. Paul and Susan, their sister, they're they're so great together. So and, you're saying that they they are they have that ability to steal the show as well. Oh yeah, they're absolute show stealers. Uh, Chuck Negron from uh, Three Dog Night, and I I, I think. By, I'm by the way, share with our listeners uh, the Calsills and the Partridge family. There is um, there's crossover there. Explain that. Oh no, there's complete yeah complete lineage. Actually, what happened? The the Partridge family they they are the Calsills in fiction. You know what happened? This great group of siblings. Uh, started a group and sang with their mother. It's a true story. Their mother was in the band uh, back in the 1960s. We saw them on the Steel Pier, if you remember, Harry, yep. as little kids. Uh, they were huge, and, you know, bad management, unfortunately, uh, upended them. They they were as good as anyone out there. Still great all these years later, but uh, they were a true band of siblings that sang with their mother. They were the Partridge family. And what happened? They sent, you know, the production company around and they just decided to go with actors, Harry, and they, they Early Jones and, of course, David Cassidy. And it's kind of interesting, you know, everyone thought it was like home cooking, but they went individually to those auditions. They both saw each other. Shirley was already – she was already booked, but had no idea that David was going to be there. And, and, he, and they, you know, the combination of – I just think that cast, Susan Day, uh, obviously beautiful, um, Danny Bonaducci. And forgive me, I forget the two little ones, the other boy and the other girl, uh, the blonde, I think, girl and the the, the other um, boy. I just don't remember their names. But that was um, – and then, of course, Reuben Kincaid, Dave Madden, right? Wasn't that his name? The actor? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sensational. Yeah. I mean, just phenomenal, phenomenal. They, they, In fact, David Cassidy became the it. He was the number one entertainer in the world. Uh, so much so that his own father uh, had jealousy that was almost rage, wasn't it? Yeah, it's very sad, actually, because, you know, his father was a great talent himself, but he was never, you know, the most famous entertainer in the world. And he, he unfortunately had had jealousy where, you know, his son's success was concerned. And it's very sad because, you know, I interviewed Dave. I probably had, I think I told you this before, I probably have more audio on tape from capacity than any uh, entertainer I've ever interviewed. We just talk so many times through the years, and uh, it's such a it's such a sad story because you know David was so great, and he was so giving to his fans, and life he got he got a raw deal. It just didn't it didn't turn out like it should have for him because he was a great person, huge talent, and uh, the demons just got him, Harry, and it just you know. Well, you know, mega success. I mean, he had success at a level that is just disproportionate to reality. And that can that messes up a lot of people. Sure, it does. But he was so humble about it, Harry. You know, uh, I think his, you know, what it was his problems. He he was so good. He was such a good guy. You know, everybody got a hand in his pocket. And he was very generous, and things just didn't turn out as they should have. I mean, this a guy should have been wildly rich. They made so much money off him. They they ripped him off on the Partridge family with horrible uh, contracts. And he got a little piece of that back because they made a mistake. It's a long story short, but they signed him too soon. So some of the things that they had encumbered him with, he was able to get out of because he wasn't old enough to actually sign the contract that he did in California Fortunate. at the time. So, Fortunate. But, yeah. he, 
but he never got he never got true compensation for what you know what he earned uh you know that show and the record companies and it was like a lot of them they they all got ripped off back yeah. then quick reset wpg talk radio 95.5 don hurley we're talking about music and memories we're talking about the ocean city music pier summer concert series who else haven't we mentioned that's coming well, following the Happy Together tour, and you de- definitely want to check that because every once in a while you get lucky. If it is sold out, sometimes you know tickets become available. But uh, that'll be the Bacon Brothers, Harry, on the, ne- the next day, August second. That'll be a Tuesday, and they're doing a couple of things. The Bacon Brothers will be doing something in Atlantic City, also, by the way. They're doing some kind of musical festival, and then on Tuesday, August second, they'll be at the Ocean City Music Pier, which is g- going to be a great way to see them. They'll they'll do the whole show. You'll see the you know the full show in Ocean City. And um, that's Tuesday, August 2nd with Kevin and Michael Bacon, just always just high energy. And they've got a new album, too, that they'll be playing and and, uh, some other stuff. So uh, they're always great. Do they ever go back? Do they ever go back and play like the Faro Soko stuff that people love? Yeah, sure they do. Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, you won't see as much as we did. You know, it's kind of interesting how it works. But, you know, they had you know, 10 years to write all that, then it was on, you know, they, they did that and now they had to write, you know, more stuff. So, you know, they, it was, I remember Kevin saying it was really easy at first because we had so much material, you know, cause we had never, you know, been a band. We just were writing songs and had 10 years worth of material, but then, you know, it's on and the record company wants a new album and, you know, they're still trying to get some dates out there and he's doing movies. And so it, it kind of all, like Michael would say, it all used to wrap around Kevin's movies. And we found, you know, the, open pockets of time and you know they used to you know of course you had mentioned earlier kevin and michael from philadelphia so they you know they loved the steel pier you know they loved atlantic city ocean city was a favorite hangout for them so they were a natural to get in this ocean city summer concert series because they like it here you know this was their you know their vacation place so we're to the second uh, or so of august it continues correct yeah it continues now the next week on august the 8th monday night uh, how about this? Uh, an evening with Graham Nash. I mean, Stills and Nash. He's phenomenal. Still great. He's got a great new live album that came out on Tuesday. It's uh, uh, Graham Nash. He's highlighting uh, his two solo albums, uh, and they're just sensational recordings. Uh, who knows? Maybe because he's played Ocean City. One of them may come right from Ocean City. There, you never know where they. You know they get all the tracks from, but it's all from his tours. And it's just, it's so great. Uh, I've been lucky to interview Graham many times and he's just, uh, he's a very interesting, uh, thoughtful person, great singer still. And, uh, how's all that stuff doing with their catalog and everything that's going on? How's all that working out? I, you know, if you notice, it's all kind of quieted down all that, all that stuff, you know, uh, he never got too vocal with it to begin with because he's he's smart, you know. Mo, you know, most of them, you know, some some get so, some get stupid and burn the house down, you know, to rule the ashes. He he was smart, and yeah, and a lot of them realized, you know. And he said it to me. He says, "What am I going to do? I'm going to aggravate half my audience." He says, "I have my views, and people have their views. That's that's the world." Yeah, it's you smart. Know? It's actually smart, but, you know. But then there's smart people like Richard Marks, Harry never mixes, and he's got very strong opinions to to be sure. But Richard Marks never mixes the politics, that stuff, with the entertainment, which is so important. We started the show by saying that how important entertainment is to people, especially in times like we're yeah. having now. These these are tough times, Harry. They're tough, yeah. you know, with this this virus, with the economics, you know. 
everything. All of it. You can't get baby formula. I mean, it's just a stressful time. There's no doubt about it. Go go have a cardiac arrest at the gas pump. I mean, it's very, very tough times. So I agree. That's why you don't want entertainers up there talking smack, smack jack politics. It's just stupid. Richard Marks, though, we were in the house. You were there. Margie and I, we were there. Uh, he can absolutely bring it. Oh, yeah, he's just sensational. He's been scheduled a couple times as COVID has messed it up. He'll get back here. He he loves Atlantic City. I've talked to him many times. You know, I talk on online areas. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I, saw, I had such a great time at that concert. And, and I, I do think it's very cool that the two of you have struck up a friendship. Oh, it's, it's so great. And one day we're going to go into how this happened. It's a, it's a wild story. And, uh, so I can't, I can't wait till he comes back and we're going to, we're going to laugh about it, but, uh, Hey, let's, let's make sure we finish this, Harry. So the following week after Graham Nash and check, there was still, I checked him just a couple of days ago. There, there's some, some decent seats and there's, uh, there's certain opportunities for, uh, you know, like uh, VIP experiences and stuff like that. So check that like sound checks and things like that for certain, uh, artists. Uh, Graham Nash is one of them. So Monday, August 15th, Harry, here's a great one. You'll know this. And a lot of your listeners, once we get into it, Girl Named Tom is yeah. the band, Harry. Girl Named Tom. Yeah. They're, they're the winners of The Voice. They're the first trio, Harry, to ever win The Voice. Usually, well, and every other occasion, it was a solo singer. Well, here was this trio of great folk singers from Ohio. They were so, I, as soon as I saw their first bit, they were just great you just knew it right away their harmonies and once again it's that sibling thing harry because you you can never take like how lucky are crosby stills and nash the fact to hear these three guys independently different gene pool and make the most beautiful sound you ever want to hear that's very rare and and they're lucky that they all met you know this this is a very good point you think about the, the the osmonds the the jacksons uh, all these different examples of people that harmonize very well together uh, that do come from the same gene pool. That's, that is very, very, uh, very good point that you're making. Final minute, closing yeah. comments. Okay. And so they'll, they'll be coming in. <laughs> Girl named Tom, it's all a joke. Uh, her name is actually Becca. But when she was a little baby, they used to call her Tom for some reason, Thomas. And they, they took off on that. A girl named Tom is, is the band. Then they'll follow it up with the Kenny Wayne Shepherd band, Harry. They're great. You know, he's great. Their band is sensational. No stranger to this region of South Jersey. They love it here, and they're phenomenal players. And then Bob Rose, not to be outdone, said coming next Monday, they'll be announcing one more additional date. So they're not, they're not done in Ocean City for that final week in august by the way when they announce these dates too it's they don't disappoint it's always somebody or if it's a group something really good oh yeah i told bob i've enjoyed the rollout i love the way because you know you could easily just put out a blip and announce you know 12 acts but here's what i'm thinking i'm thinking that the the bacon brothers for example got the other gig and that created the ocean city gig maybe so maybe it might not be that they're holding back it might be they're adding on yeah, that that could be, but but I, I love the way he rolled it out this year. Yeah, no, it's great. It, was, it was intentional. I mean, he, yeah. he he rolled them out weekly, and it was created a, a cool anticipation. So there'll be one more date in in late August to round out the summer. So yeah, check check. Um, yeah. Bob's on. He's Robert Rose on Facebook, and you'll see that he's got all the entertainment information. All right, you can always check. Don, uh, do me a favor. Give give me the last thirty seconds. Get, yeah, give me the last thirty seconds because I've been sitting on this for about seven minutes. Fox News sent me an update. Uh, former New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio 
these bad ones they're just like like a like a fungus you just you can't get rid of it uh he is running in one of those newly gerrymandered new york districts this guy is running for congress this jackass horrific mayor is running for congress (laughs) i know i just stomped on the mental health break uh but oh my god i had to mention that hey don have a great weekend uh thanks for the uh, wonderful visit appreciate it Uh, it's great to be with everybody take care harry oh you all have a good week